Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in with what I am. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. So on the coast. That my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Maybe it's a and I'm a live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, joining me ever so shortly will be uh, Cameron Hawkins. Um, but, um, he has not joined us yet. So in the meantime, I'll go ahead and give out all the pertinence while we wait for Cam. Uh, if you want to call in and talk directly to Cameron and myself, uh, you got to give us a call and hit us up on the Constellation lines. Uh, give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Three. Uh, if you can't call, you can always you can always uh, send in an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at Gmail. Dot com. Um, oh, and Twitter. Twitter is uh, always an option. You can find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Yeah, Alex, he did forget Rusev Day. He did. Which is a shame. <clears throat> um, that is uh, Alex responding to the Twitter poll that is currently up and still up and up for another. Uh, Two and a half hours till the show ends, essentially. So get your votes in again at East Coast Cast. You can find my, or you can find me on Twitter at TravLord, uh, Twitter.com. So oh no, wait, whatever at TravLord. <laughs> you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And um, yeah, and the last bastion of Get Adage is uh, you can find this on Facebook. Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Find us there. Drop a line. Read an article. Post a meme. Whatever you got. <laughs> um, you can find us again at, at Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, I don't think we had any, any likes in the last week or so. So, yeah, go like the page. Share it on your timeline. Uh, take your wrestling pals in it, and in the meantime, let's go ahead and uh, bring our good friend and co-host Cameron Hawkins on the air with us. Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Not too much. How, how are things? Oh, everything's everything's all right. I'm I'm at I'm at the peak of adult anxiety right now, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So, you know, like day cool. one in the new new career of Cameron Hawkins, right? Yeah, well, day two, I guess, and 
just just uh, stuff. But it, it it went from Damn. really bad anxiety to like, you know, now it's um, manageable. I don't know, palpable excitement. You know, so it's it's fine. But did did we need like an entire minute of you logging off your computer for the last time and out of the program? We did. That was ne- that was necessary. It's different. And what's funny is I'm not even like I'm still working out of the same office, even though I'm not there this week. So like I've oh. popped in at least once a day to like talk to everybody because I'm like, guys, I'm still here. Don't touch my stuff. So yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Oh right, you said you're basically in the same in the same. Uh... Area or something? Just I'm, I'm 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 literally like in the same in the same office. I have the same room number. It's just uh, it's a large office. I'm in a different part of it doing different things. But yeah, it's uh, but I'm training, and I feel like we've been we've been kicking ourselves for so long. I'm training at like the larger campus, which is next to ours, and they just have I feel like spaces where we could be doing all kinds of East Coast cast and South Congress related things. So that's that's probably. 2018, you'll you'll probably see a lot of that campus. Are we still rocking? Hello. Yeah, we are. It was <laughs> okay. I'm like, what is going on? It was all me. I, I thought, did I get yeah, some old no. just now? Yeah, no, no, no. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll find good, good points that you, you just made that I totally heard and was paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we've got, we've got a pay per view coming up. I mean, it, 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 it feels yeah. like it, but it doesn't feel like it. It's kind of weird. I don't know if it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just. I don't know. It seems like Survivor Series, even though I know time-wise that was like six weeks ago, at least, no, like a month ago, it it does kind of feel like it just happened, and it's like a pay-per-view already. So, yeah, we got a Night of Champions this uh, this uh, this weekend, and I got a chance to talk to Wade about uh, the bat, uh, final battle. Like, I peeped the uh, hype for the uh, Dalton Castle Cody Rhodes title match, and uh-huh. man, I kind I kind of want to see this match. <laughs> Not kind of, I want to yeah. see this match. Like man, I, I I forgot how how engaging Dalton Castle's whole act is, and he's refined it to a point. Like I haven't watched the Ring of Honor in six months, and you know he's. Uh, you know, he's just taking that gimmick and that act to another level where, you know, a year or two years ago, you're like, okay, that definitely has a ceiling that won't be, yeah. you know, get so high. But um, so some good some good shows coming up this weekend and uh, certainly some TV storyline developments that we'll get into. Uh, but first, let's um, get some... Uh, some poll results or some headlines or both. Uh, so Cam, yeah, what's uh, what yeah, do we got we'll, on that? I mean, we'll that... sit on the uh, on the results of the poll, but we will talk about the polls since uh, if you're listening, you have a Twitter account, um, you can still vote on the poll. Um, 
basically, um, since we do a pay-per-view coming up this weekend, uh, Clash of Champions, um, I just asked, you know, what title match you're looking forward to the most. Um, there's Mahal and Styles for the, uh, for the WWE title. There's Charlotte and Natalya for the women's title. Apparently it's a tag team uh, four-way. Um, shout out to Alex. Um, between the Clancy Usos, New Day, Benjamin and Gable, and uh, I guess uh, Rusev and uh, and English, right? And then uh, Triple Threat for the U.S. title might come out with the ta- with the titles. I mean, that's 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 a team in a match. Um, and then there's a U.S. title Triple Threat: uh, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode. Uh, and, and yeah, right now there's a strong lead for the tag title match. Um, I mean, but we'll, we'll we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm sure we're going to discuss, you know, each match in some capacity. See kind of what we think about it. Maybe that maybe that sways your vote. Maybe that encourages some conversation. So we'll see. Yeah. So I mean, you don't want to talk about where the votes stand now at the beginning of the show. Well, no, no, and that's what I said. Just that you know the. Uh, the, the tag match has a large lead right now. Oh, it does. Okay, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was looking at it. So I didn't think that. Um, actually, it's not uh, thirteen points. Forty-six percent, and Mahal and Styles is is at thirty-three percent. Uh, uh, which is the one I voted for, it, uh, just because it's thirty-three. Yeah, it did, mm-hmm. did come up at the end there. Yeah, because it was lo- it was much lower last time I looked, but yeah, thirty-three percent. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Charlotte and Natty in the U.S. title match with uh, was about nineteen or twenty percent, twenty one percent combined. So, um, so yeah, uh, another again two and a half hours left. So peep the thread, add to the uh, or peep the uh, poll, add to the conversation and the thread. So yeah. Um, yeah, what do we got for, like, headlines? What's the biggest story coming out of, uh, TV and everything this week? I mean, yeah, I think, I think the biggest story coming out of TV is that, uh, you know, we are looking at, in some way, shape, or form, either Braun Strowman and, Braun Strowman Kane or Braun Strowman and Kane taking on Brock Lesnar, uh, for the, uh, Universal title at Royal Rumble, um, they had a match to determine the number one contender, which uh, ended in, you know, a draw double, or a double count out. And uh, come, you know, come Monday, uh, this coming Monday, it looks like we're going to have some type of, of uh, resolution to that. I don't know what it's going to be, but to me, signs point to, you know, if, if these two guys go at it and we can't come up with a definitive winner, then it's probably going to be a triple threat, which I think uh, – yeah. Isn't the worst idea in the world? We may talk about that. Well, it's it's kind of the only play because yeah. if you do, you know, Lesnar Strowman, Lesnar's got to beat Strowman again. If you do Lesnar Kane, Kane will have had to beat Strowman to get to that match. So if you do a triple, like if they have another rematch and another no contest or whatever. Yeah, you can have the triple threat, and Kane could take the pinfall from Brock Lesnar and protect uh, uh, Strowman, the, the big investment. Mm-hmm. 
though, it just seems like that's the only way out of any of this. Uh, because it just seems like certain parameters uh, are set. Yeah. And for good reason. I mean, you don't want to beat Rock Str- uh, uh, Br- uh, Braun Strowman. You, you don't want to do that. Again, on pay-per-view to Lesnar, or let alone, even worse, to, to Kane in a contendership match. So, you just, you know, however you think they will get out of it next week, double count out this week. Uh, what are you thinking? They both, you yeah, know, swing chairs and hit each other finish. in the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some, the same finish in some type of capacity, um, you know, decide that you do need a number one contender. And, like, just about everybody else who I think kind of fits that mold, we believe is going to be occupied. Like, I don't know if we get another rematch for the tag titles, uh, but, you know, there's the, the, the thing with the bar is still going on. Because, actually, no, they're still fighting each other, uh, the shield and the bar in singles capacity. Um, we're pretty sure Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns is going to happen at the Royal Rumble. And then, you know, there's going to be probably a WWE title match on that card as well. And there's going to be a, at least one women's title match, probably two on that card. So there's no, like, I'm saying all that to say. Right, anybody else Rumble who here, would here. be, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Anybody else who could be on the Raw side in a singles capacity to be number one contender has the Royal Rumble to wrestle in, so there's no reason they need to be in a singles match. So, like, the two people you're propping up uh, right now, uh, Kane and Strowman, you know, that's who like, – clearly it's going to be some combination of them, if not only one of them, and it's probably going to be both of them. I'm trying to figure out – just as an aside, totally off topic, talking about our our, our pal Alex uh, that we were just talking about on Twitter. Uh, he's a Heat fan, a Raiders fan, and a Yankees fan. Team hashtag Team SmackDown hashtag Team, or I'm sorry, hashtag Chalmers Hive. So I guess the basketball player, somebody Chalmers. That's the only Chalmers Hive. Yeah, oh yeah, like yeah. nobody. And nobody's a superintendent Chalmers fan. So, yeah. Shut up, Alex. I mean, you know, Alex. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Heat, Raiders, Yankees. Come on, Alex. I mean, damn it. I mean, that's how, I feel like that's how you know it's genuine. It's not like, it's not, uh, <laughs> you know, Warriors. Pats, uh, I don't know. Like it's not Warriors, Pats, uh, Indians or Warriors, Pats, uh, Astros. Then they'd be like, no, just unfollow. Just <laughs> please unfollow me right now. Anyway, um, yeah, as I derail everything here, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to headlines and TV stuff. Um, well, again, like I said just a second ago, you, you take an hour of the show and kind of you, uh, and, and immediately like, shot, like okay, well, an hour f- uh, for the rumble. Uh, you still have two matches on a kickoff show that are of no real consequence. Uh, the, the 
Bludgeon Brothers versus Brizongo and something else even. Uh, I, I don't even know. So it's not like they're putting. Oh, wait, no, my bad. I'm thinking that's this Sunday. God yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Rumble. I'm, yeah, my bad. Brain fart. Um, the Rumble will probably have one of those two-hour kickoff shows that's going to have something important on it. Either one or yeah. can they? Will they mess around and put both women's titles? No, no, no. They'll have one on the main card and one on the kickoff show, uh, and probably one of those three, one of the three women factions in either Riot Squad or or uh, Page Illusion or whatever they're called, Page Solutions. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Absolution. God damn it. They're going to one of those teams. I, I, I was waiting. I was waiting on you. I was like, okay, okay. Paid Paid Solutions LLC. She runs like a uh, <laughs> consulting firm, <laughs> huh. uh, which is terrible. I would not take consulting um, <laughs> tips from from Paige. Um But yeah, so one of those teams, I bet, is going to be one of those groups are going to be on the kickoff show. Uh, so this is going to be one of those shows that's going to be six hours long, four-hour main show, two-plus-hour two pre-show, including including the Rumble. It's, it seems like these these shows are going to be are destined, the big four are destined to be, you know, big, big, long pause, double pause uh, yep. shows, so... Yeah, we'll have to. When obviously when January gets here, we'll, we'll, we'll that'll be a dominating the conversation. But as of hey, now, so yeah, really yeah, quick, Travis. Anybody who's listening, quick program alert. Um, NXT comes on in ten minutes. Like yes, or you're USA. used to, yeah, used to the seven o'clock time slot. Um, if you have USA Network or you know. It, NXT comes on. But in the thing minutes. is, though, Cam, because it's coming on at six, I think NXT at seven on the network is just going to be a replay. We're going to be the same um, thing. Yeah. on USA, right? You still don't. You still don't want your friends telling you what's going to happen, even if it is. And because uh, you know, I mean, if you're if you follow it like we do, and you're on Twitter as this is going on, you don't want them ruining that. So yeah, Alistair Black versus Adam Cole. Sometime between, you know, the next uh, ten and Hour sixty and 10 minutes. minutes yeah. So. yeah. So, and that's going to be interesting. What what the finish for that match is? Like, because I, I don't see either one of those guys uh, taking a pinfall. So and when, I don't see. So when Alistair Black when Al- do uh, wonky finishes. When Alistair Black gets jumped and. Uh, Velveteen Dream comes to his rescue. That's not going to be the shit. <laughs> Fam. I don't know if I'm ready for that. It's a lot. All right. Let's, uh, let's open things up to some callers. Uh, again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. And uh, let's uh, start things on the 
on a wholesome north northern Jersey note and talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's going on? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing pretty good. I'm good, man. Yeah, man. What's on your mind? Ah, okay. Let's see here. Well, couple news items here. Number one, Glow has been nominated for a Best New Series Award at the Screen Actors Guild Awards next month. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's interesting here. Didn't Jordan Peele get snubbed in, like, Golden Globes or something? Uh, no, I think he, the snub is being nominated for Best Comedy, I think. No, I thought, okay, I thought this uh, was separate. Uh, no, that might be the Oscar. But I tell you what, the kid, um, the the lead actor kid from uh, from Black Mirror and uh, and Get Out, he got nominated for Best uh, Best Actor, so salute to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I still haven't watched Glow, but, you know, I definitely heard good things. How have you still not talked? It's been, like, months. Man, I, well, yeah. I mean, things, for reasons. I I mean, you can you can, you can can tell them that. I don't believe you. <laughs> you can tell the people listening that. I, I don't believe you at all. Okay, all right, that's true. Words. Other stuff is, uh, is on. Other things to do. <laughs> anyway, Kylan, go ahead. What, what else you got? Okay, and surprising news item number two before I get to questions is Vince McMahon and Mark Zuckerberg apparently had a very interesting meeting because WWE has decided to produce a new wrestling show for Facebook Live. Yeah, mixed mixed ma- mix, mixed match, whatever. It's it's. it's I mean, I don't know if I'll watch it, but it's like, oh, okay, you know, everybody, you know, you got. 175 million people on Facebook. <laughs> it's certainly, you know, bigger than anything platform WWE has access to or or has of their own, whether cable or their own network or even social media. So it, it just makes sense to uh, to do something on Facebook. The concept seems gimmicky and, and, and kind of creepy, you know, like, how are they going to filter out? Like, it's all interactive. Hey, you tell them what what moves to do. It's like, okay, so is this going is this going to be turned into apartment? Re- or people want to want it to be apartment wrestling with the computer. Yeah, and, and I mean, my yeah. and by people, I mean me. So how do you filter people? Like <laughs> me you don't hear like, okay, now now grab her this way. <laughs> so. But but yeah, I mean it 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 makes a lot of sense why they would want to 
get in good with Facebook and create something on this on the Facebook platform. Just it's just so it just reaches so many people. It it does, man. It does. So, my first question for this week is on potential returns with the the rumble or just in general for the rumble actually with the extremely surprising return of the modern day Mikey Whipwreck who as I believe you referred to him on an episode of the East Coast audio show one, Travis, Colin Delaney on SmackDown last night. Who Who do you two foresee as being potential surprise entrants for the Royal Rumble come January 28th. So the guy that didn't scream was Colin Delaney? Yep. No. I didn't pay any attention to that match. I heard a yelp. I said, what the fuck? And I turned around, the guy was already uh, uh, getting covered, so I I didn't know what to think of it. And I was at work watching on my phone, so I just kept... You know, doing whatever I was doing, and uh, it wasn't like I got home or late, like an hour or two later, when uh, I saw it on Twitter. Like, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> it was really funny, but I didn't realize that that guy's partner was Colin Delaney. That's did they make any kind of big deal out of it? No, I mean, you know, not you say Colin Delaney and whoever Stu, you know, Smith or whoever his partner's name was. No, 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 they did not. They didn't get any introduction? I know they're jobbers, but damn. <laughs> okay. You get the, the jobber wave to the audience like we used to get back in the 80s? Pathetic, like, hey, I'm here to catch this ass Wilson. No, I believe, I believe that, of course, they gave Harper and Rowan the full entrance, but they... Yeah, I saw them come out. I saw them put their sledgehammer things down and take their jackets off, and then I kind of, like, you know, went on to do something else. Because they didn't... Oh, before the commercial break, they were just like, you know, they're in action next. So I was like, okay, they're probably going to face a jobber team, so I don't need to pay pay attention to this. I can just listen in the background. And yeah, both things. Didn't even... But they did the usual, and already in the ring, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Oh, oh, so who was so and oh, okay. Well, that was my question. Well, anyway, well, what's, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, 
Well, obviously we know the one guy was probably the lady, but uh, the other guy was nobody that we know. Alright, so uh, yeah, what's your other thing you got on your mind? My 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 question my my first one was who who do you see as surprise entrance? Oh right, right, right. Well, I saw a headline that Rey Mysterio's coming back, but uh, you never know. You know, tis the season. You know, to hear those kinds of rumors, so who knows what's true and what's you know what's. Not real and not so, uh, but yeah, I hear I hear Ray. I'm not that doesn't excite me particularly. Uh, uh, that, that would make sense since he was rumored to be coming back about three months ago, and and then yeah, gonna, really quick, Caitlin yeah. is on SVU. Like Frost? Caitlin from yeah, I'm gonna Danielle Pennebaker is on SVU right now. Yeah, that's weird. She looks like she's like oh, a young girl. Oh, the end she's like of a teenager. Uh, Law and Order. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a teenager. <laughs> she's going. There. I remember when I saw her oh, in not uh, high, not high school high, Monster High or whatever superhero high. Um. I was like, holy crap. Oh, yeah, look at her. Hey, there she is. She's going to jail. <laughs> What'd she do? Mur- murder some mine? She's going to juvie. She looks like uh, Johnny Fairplay's uh, oldest daughter, Piper, a little bit. Never seen her. All right, so, so yeah, you got any... Surprise or people you think might show up in in the rumble? I'm I'm bad at this game. I'm always bad at it. Like we kinda knew without knowing that A J was on deck, but I, I haven't heard anybody. I wouldn't even speculate. Uh you know, it's still too early for for uh our ricochet. You know, like maybe they work out a deal with Neville to not be a cruiserweight anymore and he's there. That's kind of a surprise, but you know, not really. I mean I don't even. I can't even think of any NXT call-ups right now. Like, is is Drew Galloway going to be healthy by then? Like, I that's, I don't know. No. Yeah, he he won't be ha- he won't be healthy until take take over for Mania weekend probably. Y'all y'all be pretending like Ray Lewis didn't tear his bicep and still playing the Super Bowl, but okay, y'all got it. Yeah, that's one game. You know, and then you got four or six months off to, you know, so it's a little different. A little bit. And uh, so, yeah. I, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my final question, with WWE normally announcing can uh official uh induct inductees 
right right at the first of the year normally. Who do you think will be our first inductee into the 2018 class of the WWE Hall of Fame? Yeah, didn't we get this question, like, or similar question, maybe a month or so back? Uh, and it's just a matter of, like, who's left, like, from the 80s or 90s, kind of like. Mm-hmm. Is this the year? I, I think, I think because of this online campaign that they've been doing for the last two WrestleMania seasons with the British Bulldog, and and the fact that like he's not in like because he died at like forty, and yeah. you know, it's, it's they'll put a few of those guys in, but you know, <laughs> they don't want a, an obvious pattern to start emerging to people who don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. So. Um, I mean, there's always the outside chance that that uh, that uh, that they could put him in. He could be the one this year. Like, all right, he's the one one dead guy we'll go with. So maybe bull, maybe British Bulldog. Um, okay, uh, Seahawk says, that, or, or 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 Rich, okay, Rich says. Uh, Ricochet is really quiet right now. So he might be an option for a Rumble uh, a Rumble debut. Do you think he gets a reaction? I mean, it's Philly, so they'll know who he is, at least a second. Oh. Hey, check this out. Uh, what? The, the Aleister Black-Adam Cole match, he's a fatal four-way qualifier, so somebody has to lose. Oh, crap. As is the Roddy, uh, um, other one. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, this will be interesting. So, there's not even a USA logo, like, so this is just something they're just literally just airing on USA. They didn't make it for USA. Oh, there's the logo. This is just a normal in in continuity. This is the episode that was supposed to air, and they're just showing it on yep. NXT or showing it on USA. Yep, that's cool. Hope they have just like a normal NXT type show. Yeah, and they don't try to like don't do anything different, please. <laughs> yeah. But it's but again it it bodes that you know what because it's one of their normal continuity they didn't do a special show so yeah. you know bodes well so all right Colin I appreciate that uh, that call as always let's uh, keep it moving uh, the chat room is open by the way if uh, you want to venture venture in there and talk to I guess Wade because the Torches in there, and oh, Mike Myers from Grand Rapids. What up, Mike? So, um, 
Shannon Bow. All right, let's uh, let's see. Moving on to the next caller. On uh, looks like Mike from Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's going on? What up? What's up, my fellas? What's going on? How y'all doing? What's going on, big Mike? Dang shit. Brick asses out here, baby. Brick ass out here. Oh, man, it's Brick City out here. I wish I was down in Tejas with y'all fellas, man. More more light. We got to... As I said to my my homie on uh, Instagram yesterday who made a video about how cold it was, I was like... Yeah, no, I made a, I wore a light jacket to work today. Yeah. And I came home, and my roommate was on the patio on his laptop. So, that's a a strong windbreaker. <laughs> yeah, <sir. laughs> yeah, that hawk is out here. Yo, it hit 41 degrees the other day, and I told, told my lady friend, I was like, I think I lost my northern uh, credibility because I'm bitching. Like, why gotta be forty degrees? What kind of shit is this? This is bullshit. <laughs> forty <laughs> degrees. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, let's take it off first, fellas. Rich Swan. Poor fucking Rich Swan. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Uh, I. My Mike, what you think, man? What What, what do you I, think about what's going I, on with that? I think it's done. It's over. You will never see him Apparently, on WWE. This is nothing new to people who know Rich Swan. Yeah, for what I've heard, I've heard he. Yeah, I've heard he's like that. He's very much like that. But um, so how it looked, that was it. That's it. That was his um curtain call for WWE. I don't think he's going to see him back. Nah. Yeah, man. Like, Mike, as, as you say this, it just broke that they, they didn't got Travis Smiley, man. Like, it's, man, if you got, if you're doing something wrong against women, violence or otherwise, like, it's, it's, it's never been oh, cool, they got but Tavis? it's really not cool right now, boy. They got Tavis, man. Oh. It's, Hard out here right yeah, now. That's, that's a hurt piece. That's crazy. That's a hurt piece. I, went, I met him uh, a couple years ago when he wrote his book on Maya Angelou. Like, come on, man. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he played himself A1 100%. He played himself. How so? Huh? How so? How, what do you mean? No, I'm talking about as far as Rich Swan. You know, it's like, come on, brother. You oh, know, he's like, like, oh, I mean, if you yeah, yeah, being no an island asshole, kind of places. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Whoa. like, what you think? Yeah, and, got him out of there. Yeah. And what about this, y'all fellas? Because I think this is just a ploy by um, WWE. Do you think they're going to try to use, like, NXT? You know, in the, in the negotiations for the new TV deal. Um, I mean, we got more product for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got more product for you. Yeah. Unless, unless, you mean, like, right now, like, if they just put it on Wednesdays at 7 every week or some shit, Wednesdays at 6? Exactly. And, 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 and read out that. Yeah. 
That's that's that's. And we that last you know, hour of Raw. Unless it was taking the hour from the, for that first hour from Raw, then no. That's what I, I do, said. I don't want to. I don't know. And I don't mean literally NXT comes on at eight and Raw comes on at nine on Mondays. I mean Raw goes back to two hours, <laughs> eight to ten yeah. time. Not even. Not even eleven to nine or nine to eleven, but then keep that first hour because, yeah, reasons, um, and just make NXT an hour on Wednesdays. Like I guess, like I would, I'd rather things just stay the way they are. Keep NXT on the network and for sure away from Vince McMahon and company. Right. I think if it's That's on NXT every week, if it's on USA every week, I don't think there's any way Vince keeps his hands off of it. It's one yeah. thing. It's one thing to be like this darling, you know, third brand that 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 the hardcore fans, the Arden fans, get get all moist over. It's another to have on now national cable. But it's tucked away on your network. It's another thing on national cable TV to have something that's just going to be consistently praised over the main product. Right. So how do you keep it from getting praised? Well, you just do it, do whatever, you know, you start producing it at your events. You're like, well, I'm going to give this to the regular, uh, me and Dunn and the regular, you know. So... It's you know so it's kind of mixed feelings. You want people more people to see NXT and get exposed, but I don't think there's any way to keep it keep their hands off of it. Yeah, I was thinking that. That was that's my that was my most big confirm. Like once they get there, that he'll be all over the fucking program. It's just you know he's keeping all over, but his fingerprints certainly will. Instead of letting. You know, letting it remain Triple H's baby. And Charlotte's like looking at SmackDown last night out, you know, and I want to hear both of y'all take on it. Like, do y'all think my theory is like getting closer? Uh, as, far as, as far as, uh, Shane and Brian versus um Owens and Zayn. Hmm. I, I you mean like at the Rumble? At to that match. Either either the Rumble or Mania. Because for the life of me, I see them clearing him just so he won't. Oh right, know, right, right. Just so he won't be. Yeah. I see them clearly. Just so he won't have the first match with you know uh, six weeks to promote me at the at the most because once whatever once uh, once uh, whatever the pay per views come Night of Champions is over you know the Rumble six weeks from then I think something like that so at most you have six weeks to promote it and it's a tag match. With Shane again, you know, or is that something that you, if you're going to have six weeks to 
that you want it to be six weeks leading up to WrestleMania, where it's going to be a much bigger deal and a singles match, preferably. Where do you go? No, no, no. First one back. Let's 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 be easy and not just throw them back into the you know. Right. I got so many mixed like emotions I... on this Jumanji movie. Real quick, y'all. You know, just did you did you see it? No, no, no. I see. I just see, I just saw the extended or the the the, the first the second preview. Second trailer. Nah, I ain't messing with that. I know. I you know, it's, it's, but at least they did it because when I heard it, I was like, "I gonna redo Jumanji? What a bunch of bullshit!" But like, no, because in '94, '95, the old technology was board games. Now in 2017, the old technology is you know old video games. So it's like they went to Jumanji. They didn't bring Jumanji to them. So at least they changed the concept, you know, yeah. the Robin Williams one. So it's kind of. I mean, you, you know, got Jack yeah. Black. You got Jack Black and Kevin Hart Hart in there. What is the the Robin Williams one? How do you give a Robin Williams credit for, like, a book that came out, like, 10 years before Robin Williams' movie? No, Robin Williams. But we're talking about movies, though. But you don't keep the the spirit of the movie based on the book? That's not a thing. I mean, I didn't read the book. And we're talking about movies. And a remake of a movie. We're not talking about hey, the remake any, of a movie. Any, any reason that, like uh, we're, we're, no, we're not. We're not talking about the remake of a movie. It was a book that became a movie. They're not remaking the movie. Right. Uh, well, I I know, and that's why I'm kind of excited that they didn't redo the Robin Williams one. They are going to Jumanji. They're not bringing Jumanji to them. I thought I explained. You got it. So, like. Okay, so it it looks fun. Like huh, it's that thing okay. where all these things based off of these old properties that take you to imagination land, for better way of saying it. Technology is just so far to where you can just do so much. And then like, on the on the on the Robin Williams one. I mean, I think that it still holds up pretty well visually, but certainly in '95 yeah. it. Was. It was pretty spectacular looking. Yeah, because that was like at the beginning of like you know green screen when it like became like all ninety five graphics and shit. Yeah, CGI green screen because you had uh what's the name what couple years a year after that the first Toy Story and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, like ninety six, ninety five. Yeah, that was yeah that was a little bit after uh Jumanji. Looking at uh, Jumanji and Speed, like the first two movies, like using like CGI and green screen. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know those details. I mean, remember though, T uh, two was, you know, a couple years before that. Walk around. Yeah. That, that, that looks amazing. No, not yet. Yeah. Entered us into another. So. Hey, oh, that's that, yeah. that that that. I'm probably late to, to to school for that, but that Infinity War fucking trailer. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. We had to we had to run that uh, two weeks ago when I had uh when I had Trav and Danny over to do to do a live stream. That just it, yeah, it yeah, was when amazing. We did the and, 
Uh, looks amazing, and it's uh, you know just to build to it, how much work they did putting into it, and like it just. Oh man, it's gonna three be three movies. Done. I gotta make all the money. It's Black Panthers. I gotta see that. I gotta see that in the damn theater. Ain't no excuse, you know. Yeah, Black I Panther. It. I think I'm. A, I think I'm gonna take but my boys. I'm behind. I ain't seen Homecoming. I haven't seen uh, Thor three. You ain't seen and Homecoming in Ragnarok. Oh, uh, trash. Yeah. So just two behind. Yeah. Nope. Woo. No. Plot set up for Man both, had it um, on both Redbox. It was like, hey, I got homecoming. If you want to watch it, I'll have it. I'll just, I'll keep it another extra day. And, yeah, I uh, actually got it from my my oldest boy, um, for um, on uh, Blu-ray for Christmas. The uh, homecoming. Yeah, somebody got a uh, Google Drive, you know, file they want to send me. I, I actually, Rich sent me a, a link, but it was kind of a trash link. It, wasn't great, so yeah, I got a Google Drive uh, with that file in it. Send it my way. Yeah, I can, we could definitely uh, link that. But yeah, that, that uh, both of them shits was uh, fire, if you ask me. Yeah. Justice League, I just saw that. I'm I'm like in the middle on that one. I'm in yeah. the middle on. Hey, it's about where to be. It's about it's a middling movie. <laughs> You know, it's, it did good stuff and it did bad stuff, and it's just it's just kind of mm-hmm. there. It's fine. Yo, I, I read the second one. I said I think the second one will probably be better. You've at least established yeah, the characters a little bit more, so yeah. Yeah, because you read got Aquaman uh, and Wonder Woman two coming. <laughs> read this one article that said they need to just kind of burn it to the ground and start over because their foundation is ridiculously unsteady and yeah and they 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 said look Affleck doesn't want to play Batman anymore this guy doesn't want to do that so here's your perfect time to kind of just uh, kind of start things over they were they were basically what was one of the points was how did you how do you not have a solo Batman movie with Ben Affleck. And they had a lot of good points. Uh, good points for me that didn't see any of these movies. Um, and just totally like, you know, looking from the outside in and just hearing word of mouth and stuff. But yeah, they were... They, they, they just basically said, you know, how Marvel just has this... Like you said, Cam, in that tweet two, two three weeks ago, they've had ten years of making you care about certain people. And DC just was like, we got to play yeah, catch up and, and yeah. rushed everything. But I think it's too late. It's too late. We can't start building the foundation. Man. Like, by the time you. Oh, and they don't have an overarching, like, um, thing that they're working towards as Marvel obviously does. Like, that was clear. Yeah. You know. But here's the like. You say you say you can't start over, but each movie's making less money. You can't. Yo, start that was over. another point. That's yeah, fair. Like, yeah. It, it, they were like, how did Justice League you know this paltry amount? They were just, and when they put the numbers up, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. sheesh. And you just imagine what's going into it. They didn't talk about that, but you know, like, so damn, what did I it do it. overall? What was the numbers on it? What did it do overall? 
I think what Justice League has not done Thor yet. It hasn't done Thor numbers. Um, which is ridiculous, like when you think about it. Like, it says Suicide Squad made it. like $33 million in his first weekend. Like, how? It's like wow. instant, like, superheroes on the screen. It's like, you know, $100 million guaranteed. Yeah, but <laughs> like, you know, he, it did, uh, Justice League did $600 million, like $615 million on a $300 million budget, which means wow. that he might not have made money. <laughs> That's crazy. It might not have made money. Wow. That's great. That is crazy. I mean, like we, Ooh. I mean, we've been us three here, been deciphered the difference that they can't fucking touch Marvel as far as their movies. Like, I mean, perfect case as an example. Now, not you know, not gonna get too much away because Travis didn't see it yet. But perfect case as an example. Look at Ragnarok. First five ten minutes in the action. Led Zeppelin, yeah, immigrant song in the background. That was the theme throughout the whole movie. The uh, the Led Zeppelin immigrant song. Hey Mike, let me tell you this though, really quick. So Justice League cost three hundred million to make. How much you think Thor cost to make? Shit, <laughs> probably is, uh, uh, about the same, if not more. A hundred and eighty million. Yeah, 180 million. I know you haven't seen it, but Thor is Thor is prettier than Justice League. Like it's Thor has colors yeah, and has Asgard. Like even though I'll say this, like one thing I can't knock about Justice League, uh, Themyscira is beautiful. Like they, I don't know where they shoot Themyscira. Themyscira looks amazing. Wait, um, it's different though. Isn't it? That was another point they made in R, but he said it was shot like one of the main set pieces is going to be different in the next movie, or it was different from a movie that already came out. Like maybe it was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But it's still Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a big How do you do that, though? But like, what about continuity? How do you spend more money in front? I mean, they had to. The, the biggest difference they needed more space to fight because they had a big like. There's a big set piece there, like a big uh, battle. But but still, like I'm saying, like that aspect of of Justice League is really pretty. But Justice League cost 120 million dollars more to make than Thor, and Thor was like, Thor was prettier, was a prettier space movie than Guardians of the Galaxy. So I don't even understand that. But Mike, Thor made a. Eight hundred and eight, or yeah, eight hundred and fifteen million. Wow. So Thor, yeah, Thor is killing Justice League, and it's Thor. Like Thor is not more popular right. than the third Batman or Superman. Or, yeah, the third movie made the most. I think. I think the yeah, third believe... movie is, is the highest grossing Thor. Oh, yeah, it has to be absolutely. Yeah. And I can't. I swear we can't. We got a whole crazy 2018 coming with all these damn movies. But uh, yeah, back in, yeah, back in back in our wrestling bag. Um. So how did y'all guys um enjoy the um Jericho Omega shit? I like how it came. That was awesome. That was real old school. That was yeah. so fucking awesome. I'm like almost had goosebumps on my arms for that shit. 
and looking at the yo, did you see the aftermath? Looking at the, the, did y'all both see yeah, the press um, conference? Press conference. I'm, yeah, I'm smoking a split looking at the press conference. I'm like, yo, this fucking Omega <laughs> so, died. So, so, Mike, at the end when Jericho, uh, you know, he cuts his promo, he's all out of breath, he calls the guy fuckface. What are you laughing at, fuckface? <laughs> That's just hilarious. <laughs> and he's like leaving. And he and he stops and he writes he grabs one Price of the reporters' down. notepads and he writes on it, you know, Kenny Omega's last match in Japan. Match in Japan. And then he tears yep. it up and throws it across the room. You know that guy's entire day's notes was in that notepad that he just tore in half and threw across the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was so terrible. Like, come on, Jericho. You got to have a little more, uh, you know, open up to the last four or five pages. That's all blank. Tear them up for the effect. Yeah. And also, I like the fact that he got, you know, he got a different look. You know, he has a different yeah, look. I love his, look. I love his well, 80s he, he movie kinda, villain look. He looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, that real diabolical scheming. Look right now, and I said that's so fucking hot. That is so fucking hot. That is so fucking hot. I said, Joe, this this gonna be something. This this Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Jericho's got this. Wade's podcast. He's got this desperate veteran thing going with, you know, because he's a you know he can he can only pull that off, you know, at this point of his career. And like they, they made everything fit. Like Omega saying, yeah. "I should have been expecting that." You know, as far as like you know, straight out of Monday Night Raw, like we don't do that here. But of course, I should have been. You know, and it, and it, and it made it. And what made it even more unique was it wasn't New Japan trying to be Monday Night Raw. It was Jericho bringing that to New Japan. So it definitely exactly. felt. You know, like exactly. like you're not saying you're not going like nah. like if you are a, if you are a hard uh, you know an everyday watcher every week watch watcher of New Japan and watch all their big shows you're not going oh why are they trying to do this and if you're a hey I heard Jericho's in New Japan let me check out this thing I've never seen you're not going oh they're trying to be a derivative of Raw you you got it immediately like oh he's bringing Raw to New Japan. It was just very clear, very well done, the whole thing, both nights, both both days, both segments. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. I mean, on SmackDown, I also liked the AJ segment because for once, they made a fucking baby face clever. And go, no, right? Just, and go, yeah, no, social media, dumbasses. <laughs> like, I saw y'all yeah, over dancing. She's like, come on, how y'all gonna try to play me like I ain't seen the damn video? <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, like last night on SmackDown, they finally made a fucking babyface clever. You know what I mean? Smart, streetwise. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think pretty much AJ is one pretty much over the entire, you know, like the, the front office in WWE, especially with the Brock match. Because it's just like, you could just tell, like, the difference this time with his, you know, with his run, his, his title run, like, the pedal to the metal is, is, is what him. Gender is cold right now. And what they need to do is hurry up and get AJ out of that view. 
me personally, I think it's going it, it, it'll probably be AJ and Orton or some shit like that, or AJ versus Kane and, and Owen that uh, oh, as, as, the, as the Rumble match. You know they you know yeah. they uh they go ahead and give Mahal one more to put him out of there. I mean he's he's cold. He's already no lost way. Anyway. Yeah. He's already lost on although, although, like you brought up with Waycam, like, and it's the go-to, it's the one that, that it's the go-to, like, hey, Bob Holly got a title shot at the Rumble. So, yeah. to have yeah. Kane versus Brock and also in your other title match, another Jinder Mahal match, you know. And Philly, though, fellas. Man, well, I mean, they were going to move gender Philly, and Philly, 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 Philly. 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 Gender Mahal, assuming he's not in, a t- in the WWE title match at the Rumble, is going to be one of the final four or six yeah. in the Rumble. There, I'm, might have a spot like sort of like Santino, but way more credible. When Santino almost, you know, was in there with Del Rio at the end. <laughs> I believe yeah. once they, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna stick their foot. This is the, all right, y'all. This is my early prediction for the final four in a row. Gender, Reigns, Shinsuke, and um, give or take, probably Joe. Okay. And you know they're going to tease. I believe they're going to tease Roman winning it again in Philly. But I don't yeah, think. I mean, my, let me ask you, Michael Travis, is Elimination Chamber still uh, SmackDown only and happening no, before? No, that's not. A, this, year, this year, that's Raw, the Chamber. Because uh, SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown, has, it's like they swap. The SmackDown has a uh, over the limit. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that yeah, I'm like I, I don't disagree with with Jordan. I think Roman loses. Roman loses the IC title to Joe at the Royal Rumble, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, and goes in the Rumble. final four with him. Yeah, and then eliminates Joe last to win the Rumble. <laughs> And then oh, down so funny. But no, I think not the Wait, wait, wait. Lose, so though, in that scenario, who did he lose I C title to earlier in the show? Miz or somebody? No, he lost it to he lost it to Joe and then he eliminated Joe to win the rumble. <laughs> no, I, think, I think I think Joe listen, I think Joe beat him for the for the I C title early in the night. He'll eliminate Joe to become one of the last two men in the rumble and I think Shinsuke will eliminate him. Because I don't know, like unless um, to me, I don't see like Cena fitting back in the WWE title picture. I believe next year, I think they're gonna go Cena, Cena range too. But we're more at stake this year. Sure. Like probably at SummerSlam this year, because you know Cena probably in the back of his mind, like I gotta get my fucking win back. If he's even, if he's yeah, even around. Yeah, they have. It's a danger. It's going to get a, to the point where you don't, where the fans aren't going to 
Recep popping in and out, get title match. Yeah. And then it's like I'm looking at it. It's like even if you look at like the shop zone commercials and all that shit, they're slowly like like they're gingerly weeding him out. You see more shit geared towards the Shield and AJ and mm-hmm. you know those guys. Like they like don't really no mention of him at all. Like they're really like weeding him out now. I guess you know one of of those Vince's talk like okay it's time to wind this thing down now and I mean it's about time like dude served his purpose you've been around like you know what I mean you're probably the biggest star of this generation you know it's time to go trying to get your money you know what I mean somewhere else like he'll pop back in, but I don't see him doing nothing like really, really significant. Like if you look at it, like SmackDown is AJ show. Now, what they could benefit from also as an alternative to the Rumble, have uh, what's what you call it, win it, uh, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, yeah. And have him go to SmackDown and, you know, challenge AJ for the title. But it's like he's so fucking cold as well. Like, they're doing him so good. not really. They're trying, but the crowd won't really allow it. Like, all right, you going to put him in against Bo Dallas and shit? Then fine. We're going to pop for him like he's uh, the Rock coming out to face Bo Dallas. Like, they just can't tell them nothing. And Yeah, it's, it's like... You know, once that uh, once that senior citizen's mind is made, is is pretty much nothing you can do. If senior citizen's mind is made, wow. Real, real quick, uh, uh, Juan on uh, Twitter says Ray can't go anywhere until weeks after Lucha Lucha Underground's third season airs or something. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Wait, does he mean all of four? Guys. Yeah. Or, I think he means four, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because I believe he's still linked to them for about like another year or so, if I'm not mistaken. That's why the the thing they did down in uh in uh Nashville the other day, the Arrow Lucha joint. Yeah. I heard that was just. I heard it was a gr- a damn good show, but I heard it was you know just like to uh you know to get more investors and it, you know to like the the picture to show it to networks and to get more investors. Involved in the company, but I heard it was a decent. I heard it was a damn decent show, and the show was, pretty, you know, pretty much built around Ray. They had a uh, Rebby Sky. She was like the, the Authority Hill figure over there. I guess until uh, you know, WWE decides they want to use her and senior. I mean, I heard he had free reign. I heard Vince loves the whole woken shit. And yeah, that's what we heard too. Yeah, I mean, it was okay Monday, but the uh, over the top laughing, like I'm like really for like a whole fucking minute and change. Yo, what, what the fuck? Why is Matt Hardy smoking? Like he went from he lost a couple matches, he snapped like. After the last loss, where he was just 
you know, in his turnbuckle doing three complete. And then the next week, he's full-blown woken mad. I feel like I missed, like, six weeks at least exactly. of TV and of, of, of character development. And they were just like, nope, here's a full-blown character doing his full-blown gimmick. You get it, right? You know, you know, you got, you all know this thing, right? Like, I'm saying, right? If, if he if no. he was, if he was kind of wilding out on a Monday, and then he did mess like three in the next, you know, seven days. He woke. <laughs> to me, it feels like a parody of a parody. Like, because everybody know the whole broken mat shit is a parody. But it is, baby. Okay, why they had her looking like a dude last week? And it jumped off pretty quick. Mike, what do you they think? They were like, nah, we can't bring this to Huh? What do you think? Sure what do you did. think visually, Mike, about the uh, the juxtaposition between the Bray promos and the Matt promos? What, what, what do you think about that as like a, as a style? I mean, this is the most like I've probably been, you know, cared about anything fucking Bray has said or done probably in a long time. Mm-hmm. As opposed to him wrestling it on a fucking mat with worms and shit on there. And stupid shit like that. Like, yeah. you know, this is the most invested. I mean, because he was another dude that was cold that probably needed, you know, something to change in his character. Like, to me, I thought it was time to put him and his brother together and have his brother as his second. So, therefore, by the time, you know, Jeff is um healed, they could do the, you know, the Wyatt brothers against won't get mad in front of Nero. Fuck the Bo Dallas I, shit. I was changing telling, uh, the, changing yeah, the I, Bo I mean, Wyatt. I think that's going to run its course. But both, well, you know, and I was saying that too. I, I talked to Wade about that. I said, man, like, because of the lack of tag team, like, maybe they finally put Bo Dallas over there with the you and you got a tag match for the Rumble or your WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah. They could do the whole fucking, uh, you know, divide or delete or whatever the fuck they want to call it. The uh, the delete on the biggest stage, whatever the fuck they want to call it, that mania. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on this, any of this so far. It's And it's all due to it came out of nowhere and it, it just went, you know, zero to 60 in one episode. And I, I just don't... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I already know what's going on because I I, I don't. Right. That's why like I started watching. It, it took it took months for that character to, to develop. Okay, you don't want to go the full like entire season of you know, you know twelve sixteen weeks of changing the guy and morphing him into a thing. Can I? Can we do like four weeks? Can we get a month? Exactly. You know, subtle but you know obvious changes. I guess that's a kind of oxymoron. And what y'all think about uh, Enzo and Nia? You know, Jeff's injured. You know, maybe maybe being thrust and having to be a singles guy and it's a high pressure. I don't know. To make to make to make the dots connect of why. That's the best thing that they did was calling them Wogan Matt. Like, 
you know, give Vince the whole. Yeah, no, no, it's different. You know, and it makes sense. It's a, it's a catch. It's a buzzword. Everybody, everybody want to be woke or know about being woke these days. Yeah, just exactly. two, three short years ago, being woke on, you know, he couldn't find a hashtag. But now, you know. That's, uh, and Mike, I also um, I, I talked to uh, I did something I talked to Wade about too. Like, you know, the thing about WWE is the only way it seems like a woman can be a three dimensional character is if she has a crush on a man. Yes. Like that's how WWE fleshes out characters, and I would say for better or for worse, but I mean for worse. Like maybe she gets some more money off this, which is good for her. But I just think it's silly, like. You can have her talk to the other women the way she's talking to Enzo. I don't mean in a sexual way, but, like, talk like a person. Like, yeah. women exist outside of their relationships with men. <laughs> like, right. They really do. And they don't just really all hate each other when it comes down to it. Like, people are normal and people are cordial and just all kinds of stuff. Like, I think it's silly. Um, it's... I think a lot of it has to do with Vince McMahon not under, like, even though, I, listen, I think that stuff about Nia Jax is a, a plus size model and stuff, I think that's, that's lip service. Because, right. like, every day we, like, on stuff like this, and then we on Twitter, like, people acknowledge how attractive she is, right? And I think that putting her with the person you have with, the least amount of physical talent and one of the worst physiques, I think that's your way of saying that there's something off about her. Like, that's Wait, how I interpret that. Yeah. I didn't say Enzo has a bad physique. I said Enzo has one of the worst physiques. It's different. Enzo has a better physique than most people, but Enzo's thing is Enzo can't fight. Like, right. well, get that, <laughs> I guess, but yeah, less like, than everybody else. But no, even or, like I'm sl- in those you know, made to be less than everybody else. Like he can't protect himself. Like he had big cast to do his dirty work. Like this, this is what he's presented as, you know. Right. Um. So like I, I think it's ridiculous, and I I think it's 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 a disservice to both of them. They shouldn't be adding more things to Enzo to prove that he doesn't belong. Like he has to do more things, and then Nia just. Again, like you can treat these characters like people without making it a sexual thing. Like women can be interesting by just being women, not by being around a man. Now, I'm not right. a fan of it. Right. This was a point um, that we talked about on the this new podcast I listen to called Strong Strong Female Characters, and uh, hmm. exactly that. Like unless they brought up. The scientist uh, and um, who was the who was the who was the eight was that oh, was it Ultron yeah yeah and how they were like you know you don't remember her because you know she wasn't she wasn't attached to a man just throwing her throw her in her lab coat and say sciencey stuff and you know she won't you know. Matter. I mean, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, or translating their point well, but they had an entire conversation about 
Yeah, a lot of female characters, even main ones, are are these uh, kind of one-dimensional. Only their only their only context is in relationship to a, a dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. yeah, big deal. So, so fellas, man, man. yeah. So fellas, I'm gonna leave y'all with this one. Um, for the evening, how do y'all feel all overall about this pay per view Sunday? Is it just you know like hey? Yeah, I mean, I stop you right there. It's just a, it's a pay per view that's going to be on. Yeah, that's how I see it. One of the, you know, the last of the last of the year run of the mill pay per view. Yeah. yeah, it might and even be. Might even turn out to be like, oh, that was an exciting pay per view after you know after yeah. three hours and it goes off. And I'm going in, down, like that's just like, because I'm gonna definitely watch Final Battle Friday night. Yeah. ROH pay per view, I, I definitely. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about ordering New Japan World just to see the, the Tokyo Dome show. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, see where you know, see where everything goes for. You know, hopefully we get a clear picture next week of where they trying to go with the rumble and all that jazz and all that. Yeah, that'll yeah. definitely uh I'm surprised since Raw doesn't have a pay per view they didn't already you didn't get some senses of Rumble's talk. But they had again, since it's at the end of January, they'll probably just use the last week of December, first week of January, start start yeah. laying that serious well, groundwork. But yeah, well, Brock yeah. will be back Monday, so yep. okay. Brock is yeah, back maybe that, I was going to say that earlier. Maybe Brock during the Kane Strowman match, you know, uh, comes in and F fives both of them and does that. You know, ain't no contender bit kind of thing. Okay, since he's on screen cam, why why doesn't Machine Gun Kelly, why shouldn't he be doing stuff in front of the troops? Is it because of his name? Or he he's a cornball and nobody wants to see him. He's a cornball and nobody wants his music. That's why. Right. Oh, okay. I read like, oh, shit. I thought he, he went AWOL no, or something. Like, and he had no, no yeah, he's yeah. not like, it's not like Randy Orton performing in front of the troops. Yeah. Just that <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. All right, there. You know he's just corny, and nobody's here for his music. He just—I don't know—go away. Or he should only do this. <laughs> or he should do that. Like, you know what? We sac- we sacrifice That's our what you do. US tour. The time that he sacrificed us. Yeah, you you go sacrifice. The same guy, Kelly. Come on. We're getting fucking too. Yeah. All right, Mike. Good stuff, man. All right, my guy. I'll talk to y'all next week. Uh, So I was also thinking about this when we were talking about uh, uh, Sammy and and Owens versus versus Brian and and Shane. Any chance that Sammy and, and Kevin lose? And then they do the thing where they come back under masks and 
Oh, I think I did so hear you somebody say this. This isn't my, uh, I think maybe later somebody, somebody said this in the last week. And you have Brian sign them, and they're under masks. And he says they have a privacy clause. I'm with it. A privacy clause. I love it. <laughs> so maybe Brian re-signing them. Damn, now we got a crazy echo. Um, and and then the whole thing is, you know, we, we can't find it. You know, if we find out it's Owens and Sammy, you know, Brian, that's going to cost you your job. And that's how Brian they get Brian out of the GM spot and back into the ring. I, I don't think that's necessarily the best idea, but it's it's something. But I like coming for them coming back under the under the mask. The 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 the, the uh, what were the edge Christian called? Constadorians, uh, conquistadors. Most conquistadors, yeah. Most conquistadors, yeah. Just yeah, just clearly, obviously, or uh, El Generico and. El generic high, you know, like the performing. Um, yeah, something's just silly, and it's clearly just them too under there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go out west and uh, talk to Brian. 26-year pro wrestling torch newsletter MVIP subscriber. Uh, Brian, what's what happening? Out? Hey, Travis. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you both have a real good night. I'll um uh, make it quick because I'm driving to karate class. Hey, a couple things. Did First you come of in all, did... uh-huh. you know, Trav, I'm 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 just gonna uh, not say anything about the about that. So anyway, um, did you talk about um about Colin Delaney having a match uh, with some other guy against the Bludgeon Brothers last night? <laughs> yeah, we did touch on that a little bit. I didn't even realize it was Colin Delaney until somebody, until Kylan or somebody brought it up earlier. Well, it's funny because we talked about him maybe a couple of weeks ago. Maybe, well, maybe it's about a month and a half ago. We just his name came up randomly. We we're talking about uh, uh, Mondo Alejandro Estrada, and his name came up. So. Yeah. But the other part, the other part about how the guy screamed when they uh, did like the power bomb on him, that was just, that was great. Mm-hmm. Is that reason? Okay. Is he get, does he get a does he get a job because of that now? <laughs> That's gonna be his gimmick. <laughs> like he's gonna be the new James Ellsworth. Didn't somebody in his Facebook go? Why did they fire James Ellsworth just to bring in two James to Ellsworth? Two, to get two James Ellsworth. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, hey, hey, so speaking of James Ellsworth, I'm, I mentioned that I really love that his list. Of uh, his list that he had, but um, I, I, I love it as it being a joke. But of course, I hopefully it's not one of those where you know he gonna start doing men versus women matches. That's just that'd be the worst right there. Hey, really quick, Brian. Uh, yo, <laughs> Adam Cole just took that Queen L. <laughs> no shenanigans. Oh, Queen damn. L. He's telling uh, Black to get up. He went for a super kick. Black caught the foot, needed a face. Damn, I'm way behind. Lifts him up with the foot. 
That was pretty. Uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. How rude! God, yeah, these guys oh. giving up their the side of their face and heads for, for that damn black mask kick. They're brave, and and I'm sure as a kickboxing, you know, specialist, he's got some good control. But <laughs> who Adam Cole ate it, boy? What do you got? Woo. Man. What do you got? Smack. <laughs> All right, Brian, go ahead. Our bad. Uh, no problem. Um, couple other things. Um, so, uh, Raw, they're doing a double uh, Raw and SmackDown in Phoenix on February the 19th and February the 20th. So, uh, something to look forward to here. Um, however, and I, I think we talked about this uh, lightly, is that this, the Raw show is starting at 4.30 here, and then the um, SmackDown show is starting at 4.45. Actually, I think we talked about this, and I'll talk, also talk about the West Coast swings that they do. Now, this one is going to be Hell Trap Cam in downtown Phoenix, which at least is centrally located. When they had the uh, SmackDown taping uh, two months ago, it was held on the west side of Phoenix, uh, not far from my house. But, again, um, it's easier to get to downtown, which makes sense to anybody, than to get to, like, you know, one side of the town. And, again, with that being such an early start time, um, we're going to see how it works out as far as, um, you know, how the, how the, how the arena is going to fill up. You know, by the time TV starts and things like by the time it gets to the middle and the end of the card, it should be, you know, whatever, however many people are going to be, they're going to be there. But I'm assuming, like, in the beginning, again, it'll be kind of sparsely filled. So something uh, for myself to look forward to. So I'm going to give the uh, the free people who listen to the East Coast cast, I'm going to give you a treat today. And I'm going to give you my Way Keller Rants of the Week, which is normally an exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. So, um, by the way, Cam, uh, I mentioned this before. You did a great job on your second time of being on the Wade Keller podcast. Uh, congratulations on I that. I really appreciate that, sir. Th- thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. You know what? I'm going I'm to do a quick sidebar real quick. Motherfucker. I, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going. <laughs> oh. What's your sidebar, Brian? Oh, the sidebar, sorry, Brian. Brian. <laughs> it's all right. It was going to be that, you know, I um, I, I, I put on Twitter about how, um, you know, East Coast cast, you know, parental discretion is advised and about how it's showing it's being not safe for work. And the, the, what, I was, what I was going towards is that uh, there are other torch programming that say, that say words that would be not minivan friendly, but some, for some reason, uh, Black Lives Matter, that um, the East Coast cast is the only torch <laughs> uh, that has um, not – I'm not safe for work. So I think when I mentioned about, and that was what the way the conversation was supposed to go, I think it just went another way totally. But that's what I meant by that whole thing. But anyway, going back to um, my way Keller rant of the week, and this came up on Monday, Cam, when you were uh, were talking to Wade about this, is that so Wade has something against um, full of being being fair fights. So let's say that, you know, a gang of three people jump me by myself. And then that same said gang jumped Trav by himself and jumped Cam by himself. So later on, the three of us are walking together, and then Rich joins us, and maybe Wade joins us. And we see those three guys. And maybe those three guys, you know, they jumped on Wade and they jumped on Rich as well. So it's five of us and three of them. So I think Wade's thinking that is Wade's going to say, well, hey, if you guys are going to handle it, I'll just sit back because I want the odds to be at least somewhat even. <laughs> you know, and so – so he he doesn't like when like the all you know was the eight women last night versus the three um, cages group, 
and you know, and I know he also mentioned as well on the SmackDown side with the with um, Ruby Riot's crew about how you know the women, both uh, he, uh, faces and heel women, will band together in like almost like a, um like like the way the Survivor Series went. But to me, it's that they all been getting jumped at least. At least they had uh, odds against them when they begin to jump. Like Naomi, remember she got jumped three on one. Um, everybody's got jumped three on one. So again, Wade's thinking is that Wade will be like, okay, well, even though I got attacked and they beat me down too, I'll just sit back and watch while you guys take care of it. Or hey, Rich, maybe you don't need to jump in as well. Let Brian, Tra- Trav, and Cam handle it. So that's my Wade Keller rant of the week. Okay, I don't, I don't, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, it's like I said, Brian, like my whole thing is if I'm if I'm at work, I'm at my job, I work in the office with these people, and I might not like somebody in my job, as soon as some people who don't work there pull up on us and they mess with one of us, it's not gonna be no second jumping. We're getting with them now. We're getting with them right now. If I work in the office of twenty and they jump on one person, they came into the office of twenty. We're going to knock them out right then and there, and it's not going to be no, you know, don't have to worry about all these numbers issues later about when the fight going to be fair because there's no fight. They came. We got rid of them. It's a wrap. Like, I, they, don't, they don't do gang warfare well, Brian, because, you know, it's all based off the, the NWO thing. And to me, like, as much as I love the NWO, and I absolutely look at that era through rose-colored glasses, like, Paul and Nash should have been taken care of immediately. Like, Kevin Sullivan and Mike Enos and Juventud Guerrero and, uh, I don't know, and Ciclope and, I don't know, where Jim Duggan was that week, and uh, Ray Trailer, they should have took care of them dudes that first night or the first week or the first month. And that would have been it. Like, we're outsiders. We're taking over. Like, it literally would have been you and what army. And when Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart ain't come out the back, I'm smoking Hall and Nash, and it's done. Like, you have to suspend disbelief with stuff like that to the point where, I mean, we, we get what we get. And my biggest issue with these faction things is that they end up saying stupid things on the mic that don't amount to anything when they really just want to show up and beat people up. But... I mean, if you're going to do that, I don't know of a good way to do it because you have to spend a certain amount of logic when stuff like this happens. So it's going to go from three to one to eight on three, and this is all going to come down to a match to to. And I'm making the biggest air quotes I've ever made ever to determine supremacy, and nothing else. It's not going to be about a job. It's not going to be about a real grudge. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose, and then we're going to rotate everybody in the singles match. You know, just. The faction stuff is dumb when they're not actually fighting for anything. I'm not convinced they're fighting for anything other than to belong, which they could have just signed the contract and they would have been good anyway. So, yeah, this faction stuff just kind of comes and goes, and, and we'll see where it ends up. Hey, Cam, I agree with you. And, um, you know, there's a, and we talked about this a couple weeks as well, a couple weeks ago, I'm sorry, as well, where it, as a wrestling fan, we do have to suspend a lot of disbelief. And that's one of those things to me. I just kind of, yeah, yeah, you're right. And say, and you know, with the outsiders and great, great. My friends still love that Ray Mysterio getting lawn darted into the side of that uh, trailer. But yep. um, 
Um, but I agree with you, but my way Keller rants on it is that he, he's all, well, it shouldn't be like that. You know, how can they have those odds because the ladies are heels, and how could the heels and faces get together to fight these three ladies? And because they got mm-hmm. jumped, that's the reason why. But anyway, um, so other than that, I think, I don't, I think I'm good for everything else this evening, guys. I'll uh, try. I will have enough time to drop you an email um, to the uh, VIP portion. And, and Ken, by the way, congratulations on your, on your new job or your promotion of your job, too. And, um, Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. And um, I don't have anything else, guys. Hope you both have a real good night, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot, for, Trav, again, for having me on. Absolutely, man. Uh, talk to you soon. Uh, Travis, you've yeah, seen uh, you've seen Thor two, right? Oh yeah, that's the the the, the best one, I think. It's it's Thor. I had to say three, okay. but it was better. I I um, like that one. Than most people didn't. That's the yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, it's 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 fine. They're they're fine. So you know how at the beginning there's like that scene with uh, Thor and Loki as little kids. And they're just like, you know, they're being kids and they're walking around and they're talking to Odin. There's this callback in uh in Thor Three well, that gives away one. plot, this but one that that scene happens. Unless they did a okay, similar yeah, scene. One. Yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah. right. So <laughs> there's this part in Ragnarok and again it's not giving away any plot where like, you know, they're talking about how they don't like each other and how they beef and stuff like that. And Thorne's like, Loki, one time when I was a little kid, you tried to, he said, you put me in, I think he said, like, you put me in a room alone with a snake. And Loki was like, yeah, brother, I did do that. And Thorne was like, hey, you know how much I love snakes? And it was just the funniest thing because, like, it's that cartoonish level of Loki, like, trying to kill Thor, but, of course, Thor being too strong to die from it. It was just so good. And, uh, like, I was just watching them on screen together right now as kids. It made me think of that. It was so funny. All these times Loki tried to kill them as little, or tried to kill Thor as little kids, and Thor just like you know, he broke his way out of it every time. It was so funny. Yeah, it's a funny right movie. Like, little hot shot son of a bitch ain't ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he winked at him. Fuck out of here, Thor. Anyway. Um, let's, uh, keep thinking. You know what? Let's, uh, free one of these non-VIP emails. Let's start with, uh, Nathan, uh, Nathan George. I don't know where he's from. He doesn't say, but he goes, I hate the term sports entertainment. It feels like they say it more than ever than they, than in the past. Do you think anyone will ever have the balls to tell Vince the term is stupid? Uh, will we have to wait until Vince has moved? Moved on to that big wrestling ring in the sky before they scrapped the term. Once Triple H takes over, do y'all think he'll go back to calling it wrestling? No, I think it'll still be sports entertainment. I just don't think it will be, uh, you know, hammered, hammered away so heavily and so hard as it is now. I certainly don't think the announcers are going to be coached to call people sports entertainers, like, especially legends. Like, oh, Bruno San Martino is a legend in the sports entertainment game. Like, Bruno San Martino is not a goddamn sports entertainer. You can't be a legend in a game you never, in a game you never played. You can't do it. Right. 
can't do it at all. So um, I think it'll be scaled back greatly, but it's not going to. It's it's yeah, it's what they are. It's their identity. Um, Stephanie's certainly not going to just let her dad's legacy be just chiseled away, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So it'll be said. It just won't be so absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's something that's here to stay. Um, you know, I don't like. I don't know what it means. Because I know what words mean. I don't know what it means. Like, uh, to me, uh, Stuart Scott was a sports entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like, Chris Berman is a sports entertainer. Uh, Even the guys at the know, halftime like, show that jump on trampolines and dunk and yeah. stuff. My man, my man Greg, who is a DJ for uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, is a sports entertainer because they're not, you know, in a in a comp they're not in a competition to determine supremacy. Like what they do is done on scorecards and reels, not with referees and judges. Like it's 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 like <laughs> It's it's almost like the term showrunner in the WWE context. It doesn't really mean anything. Like, because Kevin Dunn's the executive producer. So what does the showrunner do? Like, what are they actually doing? Like, I I get it, and and I I, share I didn't even hear the term your know the term showrunner until the last five years, three years maybe. Exactly. But I mean, and with with some shows, like I understand because of the level of what they do and how they spin this really long narrative that has to exist across multiple platforms. I kind of get it, but in the context of WWE, like, yeah, a sports entertainer is Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler are sports entertainers because Mm -hmm. they're not competing. They're not the central part of your show. You can't be the central part of what's being discussed and be a sports entertainer. It's ridiculous. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, Nathan, for that uh, email. Um, oh, you know what's that. crazy, Travis? On a, on a three-channel, yeah. like three channels in a row, on USA, Thor's on. As a matter of fact, I'm bringing four channels in a row. This is a pretty good lineup. On BBC America, Terminator 2 Judgment Day is on. On USA, Thor's on. On FXX, BET America? On. Is that what you just said? On, I said BBC America. Oh, BBC America. Okay, oh, yeah. that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> BET America. I mean, like, they're trying I mean, to brand themselves as seen... international. <laughs> yeah, you ain't seen, oh, you ain't seen uh, BET Lagos? BET Lagos <laughs> is the shit. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's uh, Terminator 2 on BBC America, uh, Thor on USA, The Wolverine on FXX, and Thor The Dark World on FX. A pretty solid lineup if you... <laughs> It's just like you're a commercial flipper. It's a pretty good night for you. Yeah, Dark World is my jam right there. And Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness Protection on BEC, America. (laughs) Were you, were you, you were co-hosting when we had the, 
fifth year anniversary drunken show, right? You were on that episode, right? Yeah. Just dig into these beers right now, so it's make it a little saucy. Not mad at you. Um, hmm. thirsty goat. That's good. Uh, all right. Here's one from Jabron. Uh, Jabron from Vegas. What up, fellas? First off, I have to say, good looking out, Kylan, on the hashtag Woken Matt Hardy. I didn't state where I'd seen. I didn't state where I I'd seen that they were going to let Matt have creative freedom. Oh yeah 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 yeah. We didn't know. Uh, right right. The creative control conversation from last week. Says I have two questions for y'all this week. Do you ever see Rey Mysterio coming back to WWE? Huh. I believe there has to be some kind of talk about him wrestling or wanting to retire with the company. Uh, if he was to return, where should he go? Main roster or 205 Live? Would it even be possible for him to make a big part of either roster, given the fact that most of the crowd are now younger kids? Would they even know who he was? Would they know who he is the way we do, given we grew up with him starting in WCW, then the WWE? Uh, that would be an issue, um, especially with kids that are, you know, like six, eight, and ten that don't have a ton of, you know, the Ray Mysterio's off the national scene, you know, depending on where you go underground. But, you know, for for the better part of a decade, like six years, seven years, he hasn't been any kind of major. Wait, he had that thing. Wait, remember when he was number 30 and everybody wanted Daniel Bryan? So that was 2014. So. Uh-huh. And that was like a comeback. That wasn't even. He wasn't full time Ray even then. Yeah. He was already on a bit of a. You know, downward trajectory. Yeah. Yeah, I just. Uh, like, we talked about it earlier about rumors of him coming back. Um, I just don't think you could ever put him on 205 Live. Um, I, I think Rey Mysterio, regardless of how they treated him during that world title run and some other times, he is just, as a character, he's just bigger than that. I don't think you can pigeonhole him like that. I don't think you pay Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio money to be on 205 Live because he ain't coming in with yeah. no NXT Hideo Itami contract to where you can kind of justify it. No, like Rey Mysterio would have to be main roster, I think. Yep, absolutely. Uh, do you ever uh, second one? With the Royal Rumble being to kick off to the road to WrestleMania, is there any way in hell that Finn Balor could win the Rumble? Do you think? Do y'all believe uh, that they just don't have anything for him, or are they just? Uh, or are they just on the outs with him after he got injured almost a year ago? Well, I don't think that he's on the outs because he got injured a year ago. He's on the outs because yeah. he's not, you know, just Because he's not, he's not six inches taller. <laughs> he's not six inches yeah, taller. He's yeah. not 20 pounds heavier. And he's not, he wasn't born in Florida. You know, like, <laughs> all those things are working against him, and they're all unfair, but that's Other than that, though, I think they really – really high on 
you know, it's, it's whatever, yeah, right? <laughs> whatever they think about Finn Balor, <laughs> oh, okay, like, said, yeah, there's yeah. a reason. There's a reason that they let Finn Balor do his whole entrance and then go to commercial. Like they understand that they're the, that he has the pulse of the fans. They get that. Even if Vince thinks there are limitations of that, he understands letting Finn Balor go out there and do his whole entrance and letting that music play during those two minutes of a break and then having the other guy come out are beneficial because people want to see that entrance. He does understand that much. Damn. So, I don't have to strap up no more. I can just shoot up the club and Herbalife would get my kid out of there. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> she, she took the whole kid out of the picture, yo. Like, that's, you should probably recreate the picture. Like, I don't know. People are dumb. Right. I see the People sign. Are dumb. Yeah. No kid, though. No kid. Um... <clears throat> All right, uh, Jabron, last last answer, last to answer back to Cam right now. I'm listening uh, to the new Big Crit, uh, Sahi the Prince, or Sahai the Sahai. Prince. Yeah, Sahai. Sahai the Prince and the new Cameron album. Those are in my rotation right now, but I do listen to cats like Nipsey Hussle, Problem, Boozy Badass, 2 Chains, just to name a few other cats. So I have to say, Cam, you were like the tenth person to say Twenty One Savage album's good. I can't lie; I had no interest in listening to him. Now I'm going to give his album a chance. Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. I would say yes, definitely listen to it's an album. But to put what why it's an album is so good. It's because what was that first one with the knife stabbing through the heart on the cover? Because uh, uh, Savage Mode. Because Savage Mode was like a good a, a good first attempt. I mean, Metro Boom and doing your entire album immediately gives you, um, you know, a huge head start. But it's it's it. But it's an album, even though Metro don't do all the beats. They figured out, not that they didn't on Savage Mode, but they figured out even more beats that fit him and fit his particular flow because he don't rap like anybody else that's in Atlanta that most of these guys are used to producing for. So when they can find the right kind of time sequence, time signature that fits his, you know, you know, deadpan kind of mundane flow, and I don't mean those as insults or anything, but uh, so it's an album you, especially that first half the second half of the album isn't as nearly as strong as the first, he even even on a bank account that's his beat that he created, so it's super simple, like, but but it is and, you know probably uh taking the advice of guys like Metro Boomin, like, yo, man, you better learn how to do this. And, you know, because if you learn how to do this, when people don't want to hear you do that anymore, you can do this for other people and still eat. So, uh, we, um, or, we or you make your own beat to save money on, on, on a production team. 
ahead. We went around the room. We did the, um, you know, we did the Winter San Antonio, and we did the, the customary San Antonio podcast with the homies. Song of the year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's. Uh, I think that's my song. It, it's really, it's great. Well, Damn is the album. And I think Damn did come up as the album, but uh, DNA is, it's so good, but you hear it so much. Like, yeah, I don't. That's involuntarily. Yeah. I like, hear it because you, it's, it's on the damn basketball you, game. So every time exactly. I play it, it's open so, yeah. yeah, but it's not even just on 2K. Like, it's on ESPN every time you watch a basketball game. So yeah, no, it's well, that thing yeah. where, like, okay, when a certain amount, when music gets co-opted into a certain point, regardless of how good it is, I just can't stand it. And so yeah. I push it out of my head. But, no, it's that album it is probably is going to be album of the year. Um, but I think, um, and let Jabron know, that it seemed like the consensus around the room was that Crew is probably the best song, like just song, and Bodak Yellow is probably the most important song. Like that, that seemed to be kind of where things lie. But, but yeah, I I I would say, um, if you haven't got a chance to run, I think I mentioned it last week, uh, Gold Link's album, At What Cost. That is that is so good, start to finish. And Crew is definitely my favorite song of the year, and it's from that album. So, yeah. All right. Thanks for the email, Jabron. Appreciate that, as always. Uh... Let's uh, you know what. Let's do this other non-VIP from John M. <laughs> it's a real interesting one from John M. Nothing to do with wrestling. Hey fellas, got two non-wrestling-related questions about hygiene. Okay, so number one, restroom habits. What kind of person are you at home and in public? Do you a wash your hands before and after you use the bathroom? B use the bathroom, didn't wash your hands, or C, use the bathroom and leave. <laughs> well, definitely ain't no damn C, that's that's for sure. Um, if I'm coming in from outside and I have to piss, there are times where I'll wash my hands. Oh, shit, I'll wash my hands before I piss, and then not after I do, because, you know, when I'm just peeing. But, um, <laughs> but I don't want, you know, touching my, my junk with, Outside hands, uh, but typically, yeah, wash your hands. You leave that bathroom. Some, some soap and warm water better be uh, <laughs> better be better be on better on your hands. So if you're a C, you filthy bastard. Um, yeah, Cam, wanna get intimate and up close and personal with your bathroom habits for the audience? There is no one that I know of who is more offended by other people's public bathroom habits. Like, you know how, I don't know. You, you're saying? You can see, yeah, like you can see a nice car, and whenever you see a nice car, you're like, damn, that's a nice car. Right, right? Or you like, I don't know, you can see like a sandwich, and you're like, man, um, that looks delicious. Like, you know how you you kind of have the same reaction to similar stimuli? Like, there's the thing you say in your head. When I see a public restroom, specifically like a toilet in disarray, you know what I say to myself and sometimes out loud? Who raised you niggas? Who raised you niggas? I really do. Yeah. I'm sorry? 
It's a horrible feeling to be in public, and I, I hate. I don't. I, I don't hate. I just really did. I don't doubt anybody likes it or loves it. I hate shitting in public, and it's not the public part of it. It's the public part of it. Like, you know, it's it's it's, it's gross. Like, I don't care if there are people outside. I can take a shit. It's not the psychological part. It's the physical grossness of dirty bathrooms and, you know, toilets that I got to sit my butt on uh, in particular. And people are usually, like, with, you know, when they put seat covers or line the thing with toilet paper like, psychologically, like, I try not to, uh, you know, don't get caught up in, like, what things seem like. So, like, it's gross to have, like, pee on the toilet seat. But if you were, if you had to sit and pee, you know, it would be gross. And you might get, like, a young rash on your butt cheek. That's not fun. But it's it's pee, right? Like, it's somebody else's pee. But it's, my thing is shitting in public and the damn like putting a I don't put a cover on the seat. I put a cover under the seat so my shit isn't slapping up against the porcelain that 800 other dicks them slapped up against. That's what I'm going to say it's my dick. I don't give a fuck about my thighs or my butt cheeks, but my dick is a different story. So, yeah, my particular public bathroom habits. And for number 2 from John M for the erotic coast cast, uh, your lady gives you a BJ and then decides to kiss you in the mouth. Do you A, let it happen, or B, facepalm her and be selfish because you don't get down like that? Um, yeah, I'm a solid A all day. And yeah, if if it's my dick, and if I, yeah, I, unless I, you know bust all in her shit, then that's a different story. But if I just got a regular old glowy and then she go to kiss me, then we kiss him. Cam, people want to know. Listen, man. Listen, man. They, they clearly do. Like, like, it's all for the game, dog. It's all for the game. <laughs> yeah, ain't no, if you, have you, yeah, you, Subscribe Listen, to the South If, I, if I went down on a girl because and then I went to kiss her and she shit. felt some kind of way and didn't let me kiss her, I'd wonder what I just put my face in. Like, oh shit, <laughs> she don't even want to. <laughs> right. No, nah, it should be the same like, the other way. Like, yeah. There's, there's, so there's just it. about no rules. There's just about no rules. Just about. So, there are, yeah, but yeah. just about. Yeah. There's just about no rules. Dog. And, that, and that ain't one of them. <laughs> Mike from Grand Rapids um, was responding to Brian's <laughs> Brian's, you know, why is the East Coast cast uh, not suitable for work, getting a label and everything. So Brian goes, uh, Todd Martin might drop F-bombs on the show but I have yet to hear about, yet to hear him talk about what hot ass half Puerto Rican girl he smashed in high school. Um, yeah. Was that me or was that you? I don't know. Mine was half Jamaican, half Chinese. That's my like special one. 
don't think okay. I ever smashed that. But no, but fair. But, but no, even regardless of which one of us may have said that or something close to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Like I'm like very few like very few of these shows um in these shows, like there's probably very few wrestling podcasts that do actually devolve into oh yeah, I used to knock off such and such back in the day and then go back to talking what they're talking about. Like we're not saying Yeah, but anyway that like, Roman Reigns promo though. Yeah. Yeah, like, like we're not we're clearly not saying it to prove like, our manliness. It's just something that happened. <laughs> well, yeah, I used to knock on Shawty way back in the day, and then uh, I think the Intercontinental Title being white is still a really cool thing. Anyway, it's just us. Okay, like I, that's the thing. I told Brian, like I'm, I'm. It took me a while, but I'm ready. I'm willing to concede, like if that's. You know what the label is going to be. I, I, we have it should have been that almost literally from day one. Yes, yes. seriously. Like, yeah, I don't, why is it? Did it take like seven years to get that label? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, like, I so don't know. I had, you know, like, I don't know Ty Martin like that. I'm sure Ty, Ty Martin's a cool dude. Like I know Bruce Mitchell like that. Bruce Mitchell sometimes can say stuff that, that you know goes a little out the way, but it's they're, they're almost never in an adult context. Like, it's literally just over the course of conversation. Like, you're going to be around your dad's friend and an F-bomb is going to slip. But you're also going to be around your dad's friend and he's not going to talk about what he do with his wife. Like, there's – I get it. You know, it's, it's fine. Absolutely. And, you know, again, it, it's it's all true. They ain't, they ain't lying. It's not suitable for fucking work. <laughs> Like yeah. those are actual facts. Um, all right, let's uh, head back to the phone line. Uh, Two one nine. I thought you had your hand up earlier, but uh, you do not now. So just a reminder: if you want to get on the show, make sure you press one to be acknowledged. Damn, Billy Kay ain't having it. I missed this on the USA show when they showed the uh, the, the four, uh, highlights of the four way. No, 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 no. When, when Peyton lost and then Billy Kay beat the shit out of uh, and they double teamed uh, Ember Moon. Mm. Beating the hell out of her. Watching the replay on the network. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's go, uh, go to D.C., talk to Willis. Uh, hot wind, hey, what's up? going on? <laughs> Not so much. I'm good. I can't complain. I'm all the last day at the job for me, and Friday oh. is everybody else's last day. So did you figure out what you want to do after this? Oh, yeah, what's it looking like? I, I got an interview on Monday at the um oncology clinic for the medical records department on there up there. Nice. So I've been having. So I need all the all the damn luck I can get. But we yeah, had our little you, lunch. Yep. We had our little luncheon and I did a speech. And I used some of Dusty Rose Hard Times promo during my speech. <laughs> did anybody record it? I might need to see that. <laughs> no, 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 nobody recorded that joint. But they was like, people was like, you was on point and telling the truth. I had said, I was like, this is a shame, disgrace. I said, people in here, the um, 
been here more than 12, 13, 14 years and came here in the snow and the rain and the storm. Why didn't you email the president? I'm sure he'd have been interested in saving some American jobs. Man, that's probably the reason why I asked you that fast. What, what it is now, because they don't want to, um, they bringing in contractors to do our job so they don't have to pay us out benefits and shit. That's the only reason why they did that mess. <clears throat> damn shame. And our supervisor was sitting right there when I was saying it, and the whole time she didn't look at none of us after I had made that speech. I was like, that's a damn shame. I was like, this is all we getting is a little bit of lunch and, and, and a piece of cake. And in two days, they're going to just kick us out the door like it's nothing. I was like, it's a shame and disgrace, and we shouldn't be treated like this. <laughs> and one of my coworkers was like, you've been here this long, and this is my first time ever hearing you speak out about something since you've been working in. I was like, yep. But on to wrestling, um, I watched Raw. It was okay, even though it was like 20 or 30 minutes. I changed to watch Family Guy, but I'm going to leave that one alone because I'm keeping to my word to what I said I was going to be doing. And especially, <laughs> I didn't want to see Cesaro take that L. That made me, I didn't even want to see that because that was even worse. So, again, though, Willis, again, you missed a tremendous match. I, I, so. I, I, already know the, I already know I already know. the whole damn match. Punch, kick, punch, kick, punch, oh, kick. Oh, shut up. The, that five clothesline he doing, the, the, um, the opponent <laughs> get his little um, shine on for a minute, and hit his special move, range kick out of it, and hit him with that. Uh, I ain't even calling it a Superman punch, because that's disgraceful. <laughs> I want to be like, that ain't even how the match went, Willis, but I can't. <laughs> I ain't even going to call it a really good match. I ain't you calling it like a Superman. Like, you can't say that with man. every damn body. Fucking pro I, I ain't going to call it a Superman punch no more. I'm going to call it the, the wet hair slap. That's what it's called now, the wet hair slap. And and, and the hug spear, because his spear looks weak as shit. Why is he going so he high a... on his spears now? Like, he's trying to spear you, get, like, in the pecs instead of, like, the navel, the belly. Instead of right in the waist, man. Like, you is know that, uh, he... is that, you like, an he... did somebody, like, too many guys complain, like it hurts. Like we, I don't, yeah, it's just weird. But I've noticed the last four times I've seen him hit that spear, it's like Edge used to do, like super high on in the upper body. Mm-hmm. I think and, you know, I think it, it's probably also going against people who are a bit more athletic, like Jason Jordan and Cesaro, guys like that. They really can like they can jump and fold up and make it look really good. So I think that probably plays into it a little bit. Nah, he probably scared he might get his shoulder hurt. Also that. Maybe. That's probably what it is. He, he probably scared he's going to take a real hit. And you know who else I'm pissed with now? I'm pissed with goddamn John Cena. What do you do? What do you do? Because he was, I seen online, he was doing an interview, and they was asking him about 
who he think um what's going on with wrestling now. He was like, man, the fans have made it where it's no more good guys and bad guys no more. It's the fan, the older fans like the bad guys, and the younger fans like the good guys. And then he was like, the person was asking him, who you think should win the Rumble next year? And he's like, I really think it should be Roman Reigns to win the Rumble. Once I heard it, I was like, man, John Cena, you in Hollywood now. You don't have to toe the company line no more. Tell us how you really feel. And you up there saying some shit like that. I was like, man, forget that. He ain't like, I was like, that's some bullshit. You don't have to take clothes the top company line no more. You make it. You want him just because he's not like every day, uh, uh, you know, week, every week at TV and in Vince's office, you know, snuggled up with him and shit. You want him to just be like, tell the truth? You know, that ain't how it works, really. <laughs> you want the man to tell the truth? You want things to be, that shit. Things to be one be- way. <laughs> Batista don't be holding no cut cards. He won't come to w- back WWE, but he don't be holding no cut cards about nothing. Well, if he does, he'll also, you know, he won't like be like bowing down to nobody. He gonna be like, yeah, I told you, I said that shit to you on on Twitter. I called you a fucking dumb bitch on Twitter, Stephanie. So you want to do something about it? Yeah, but other than that, I'm waiting to go go see Star Wars on Friday. Of course. Yeah, oh, wait, tomorrow, my yeah. birthday's Friday. Um, yeah, my birthday's Friday, so get off the job. We we don't know if we're doing anything between the end of the day and the movie, but we're going to the movie at 1045, so it might, might be time to get a good nap in. But, yeah, um, excited, man. Got got. New Star Wars T-shirts to go see it in, so yeah, it should be a good time. Yep, I found a place that's showing that joint nine thirty in the morning, so I only had to pay nine dollars to see that shit in three D. Very nice. Oh, so you going Friday morning? Oh, because it'll already be out. Yeah, yep. nice. Yep. So, but what was I getting ready to talk about? You hear about the 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 porno bitch talking bad about damn wrestling? Oh, oh, oh as soon as you said that, I scrolled right past her on the gram. I don't have a problem with what and, I don't have a problem with what she said. I have a problem with my man Hurricane Helms, who I find to be very smart and politically savvy and grounded for not having the proper response. Because it's as easy as her saying, I don't respect wrestling. It's fake. And he could have been like, I don't respect your effort in your movie. It's fake. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Because the knock on her is that, you know, as, as great as she looks, she is the enthusiasm of a wet rock. Effort is it in. the worst. Yeah, so, I mean, he... he He's still, you know, classic, a like, year old I'm guy hot from all the work, kind of, kind of. Yeah, he's like, still a forty-something guy from North Carolina. Like, I get it. There was, but he just there's a way to respond that's clever that won't get you in trouble. Like, right. it, was right, and, it was right there for him. It was right there for and him. And it's not even just that. It's the 
non-Shane Helms, the non-famous people in these threads of, you know, in these groups and stuff, and you just see a meme or something, and and they're just so, uh, and my thing is so unclever, so just yeah. easy. Oh, oh it's better than that. One that had Brock Lesnar, it was her, Mia Khalifa on top, and Brock Lesnar with his tongue out laughing at Undertaker, that spot, that shot of him. And hers was, I don't respect wrestling because it's fake, whatever her line was. And it was like, it's more more real than the orgasms you be doing in your porn, bitch. Like, what angry fucking basement dweller, like, slapped that together in two seconds? Yeah. I mean, I was I was more offended at the lack of, like, effort put in. Like, for fuck's sake. But then you see the rest of the comments, and they're just like, you know, Violent and super aggressive and horrible. Like, you know, men tend to be on the fucking internet. Some men. And I guess, I got something worse than this. You know, she got her little show on the TV, on the internet and so, right? On Complex, yeah. Yeah, guess who she get on there to defend wrestling? The mate matters oh. even worse. She gets oh, fucking Gilbert Eva Arena. Marie on that joint. Who? Oh. Eva Marie. Oh. oh. Somebody that didn't even make it in fucking wrestling. All she did was come out to the back and look pretty. She ain't do shit. You watched her on the main for roster. 17 straight weeks. She fucking made it. Don't, don't, don't. Because <laughs> you don't like her. Pretend like she wasn't a fucking star in the... Small time she spent in this business. She fucking she made it. She was a star, but she didn't wrestle. She could have like, She could have. She could have wrote her own ticket. They were doing <laughs> everything in their power to like, you know, make her something. But they could at least got another female wrestler that at least really wrestled in the ring. The um. Oh yeah, absolutely. They didn't. They got her prevent- for a reason. Yeah, they did that just to set things up because everybody know that Eva Marie only had a cup of coffee in the wrestling. So she just used that to make the wrestling look worse than what it is. So I just kicked my head about that one. Other than that, uh, one more thing I got to say, poor old damn Justice League and Warner Brothers losing almost $100 million because of that damn Justice League movie. And all all kind of damn execs um, was getting moved or fired and shit while damn Disney about to announce today about to buy Fox for $60 million and about to get everybody and about to get the original Star Wars back and about to get a part of fucking Hulu and shit. Damn shame. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's yeah. If if we don't get X Men till twenty twenty, you know, I just I gotta. I'm you know what? I'm getting fed up, man. They keep making me have to live longer. Like I should be able to die when I please. Every year, I'm like, just let me live a little longer, Lord, because I'm really trying to see this movie. And now they done mess around. We might get some good X Men movies, and and I gotta post up and wait. It's not cool, man. <laughs> but but you know, hopefully I last that long. 
I mean, I, I'm still really interested in New Mutants, though, man. Like, I really do want to see. I, I like. I know uh, Dark Phoenix is going to be garbage. Like, I, it just has to be garbage. For for so I, many reasons, it has to be garbage. I don't think so because Brian Singer isn't doing it anymore. So that stink is kind of off of it. And Simon Kenberg is from the Kevin Feige school of stuff, so. We might have a little bit better chance with um with this movie because X Men Apocalypse was wasn't great and that was and Brian Singer lost his damn stride ever since he did that goddamn Superman Returns movie. So yeah, I mean, and, and I hear you. And so hopefully you're more right than I am. I I do want to see new movies. I think that's a, a really interesting take on the genre. Um, I think that could be cool. Like we don't get to see what it's like for real, for real in the weapon X facility and all that. That's action movie stuff, not horror movie stuff. And I'm sure to mutants it's horror movie stuff like that and project Cadmus and stuff like that. So I'm curious to see what that is more so than dark Phoenix. But, uh, you know, like I, we're going to get good X-Men movies eventually, or if not our kids will, or somebody will damn it. And, and that's exciting. Well, I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned about seeing a a, a real good fucking Fantastic Four movie more than an X Men movie because we had good X Men movies, but I want to see a good Fantastic Four movie other than the the Corman joint that you can see on fucking YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See the OG. Yeah. Yep. So that's all I'm concerned. But well. Hopefully Trump won't fuck that shit up either. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Be out of here, boy. Yeah. Uh, so it seemed like he get they. It's, I, I predict by the end of the summer, Trump gonna be gone because all the women coming forward with that sexual harassment um, claims, and you see everybody's heads being rolled, even if they name that they done said an awkward thing to somebody they getting um fired from don't be that guy don't 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 be the can we have can we even have conversations with women even anymore no i'm not i'm not no i'm not saying it like that i'm just saying i don't know what i can say and what i can't say yeah yeah you know what you can and can't say no no i don't i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about the stuff going on that it's 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 becoming more prevalent that people are believing what people are saying now instead of doubting people when they telling you something. So um, I I feel like all the women that's coming forward about Trump that's going to be one of the straws that's going to get him out of office by the summertime. But let's hope so. <laughs> let's yeah. hope so. Because like if people are like. I don't know, I'm, I'm Travis, I know you saw it, um, but the whole thing with um, when they interviewed those people in Alabama right before uh, the election, and the boy got right. in that room with them, uh, 20 people, and told them, he says, well, how many of you think all seven of the of the women are lying? And, like, can you raise their hand? Like, and it was just the most offensive, like, you think people you've never met that you have no reason to doubt other than they might not want the guy that you want to vote for to win, you automatically sit there lying about like child molestation. Like, whew. 
if, if, and I say that to say, if one person telling the truth, that's enough to get that man out of there, and, and let's go ahead with it. Yep, just look at the election. Once all that shit came out about dude, it, it affected people actually voting for him, and and it worked. So it's a change, and all the stuff going on Hollywood and stuff, it's being a change for the better. I just hope that uh-huh. people don't abuse that situation and mess it up for Yeah, the there's always women. the risk of of uh of of you know, overreaction. I mean people are even talking about that with the Al Franken stuff and how that tweeting woman was coached up by Roger Stone and you know, it's a lot of like when you look into it like it's a lot of like wait a second. But it was a shrewd political move. Like we can't no, we need we got to have the moral high ground right here. And as, you know, as and you know, as much as you might be like a Franken guy or a fan, I certainly uh was and and am, not, you know, uh, as far as his policies and where, you know, all that kind of stuff and ideology like definitely he's one of the good ones. But they couldn't risk it. They were like, "Nope. Not risk it, but they were like, "Nope, we need the absolute moral high ground." And if we got to sacrifice one of our own, that's 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 what it takes. What that is? Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, it so. just as gracefully. He did it as just as gracefully as anybody could do in that situation. Right. So he had like some, like some shots on his way out, you know, because he's Al Franken, former fucking comedian, comic writer. Like, you know, yeah. How how ironic that, you know. I pantomimed grabbing a lady's uh, uh, tits through her flag jacket, and you know the guy that brags about sexual assault is and a, and a admitted or not admitted, but an accused child molester is the full backing of, of his party. So yeah, it was yeah we're living. What a time to be alive right now for 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 so many reasons. Yeah, uh, as long as, as long as the dudes over North Korea don't blow us up, it's all good. Oh shit! God damn it! That's a whole whole different can of worms. So, all right, Willis, we're gonna get out of here. All right, bye. Talk all right, man. Take care. Best of luck, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um. All right, let's yell at Rich real quick. Yo, are you still good? I know usually you had to go by now. You're straight? Schedule-wise, okay. Uh, Rich, what's happening? Not much. How are you guys? I'm doing well, sir. Good, good. Um, I had sent a message to Brian because my new job, day eight, is kicking my butt as far as, like, walking in the office and, each folder they open up is blowing my mind with stuff I'm responsible for and things I didn't know that went on at a university at that level. So the earlier we can do VIP, the easier it'll be for the rest of my life tomorrow. But I don't want to shortchange it too much because, you know, this is the two-year anniversary of you bringing me on as a Oh, I didn't understand what that meant. Happy anniversary, Yeah. Damn! Yeah. Congratulations. And you're yeah, welcome. I was listening. 
Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And you're going to be on, and I was going to tell Brian, you're going to be on on Saturday, and I don't think Wade's going to change the deep dive to NSFW. Wait, I'm on this Saturday? Yeah, the NXT up and down roster. You picked the subject. Oh, sweet Jesus. You didn't want to like give me like a heads up. Hey, remember you're on this Saturday? I mentioned is? you up in a tweet right after I finished the episode last week in which I said I would have Travis on. I said it several times. I texted you. I'll be checking Twitter. See? Uh, oh, right. So who should have stayed up and who should have gone down? I forget. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have, I usually go with a deep dive top five. So if you don't want to go down the whole roster, if you just got five people you feel really strong about, we can do it that way. Yeah, because I'm not trying to stress you out. You're helping me out here. Um, but, yeah, I was listening to the stuff that Willis was mentioning about Fox and whatnot. Shahid brought up a really good point. Justice League and Logan made the same amount of money, and Logan's R-rated and cost a third of Justice League. Like, DC is shooting themselves in the foot. So with Marvel, I'm fine with not seeing anything X-Men or anything Fantastic Four for like two, three years because they already got phase three done and four's on the way. You can do like they I know they can do a good X Men movie. I know they can bring whoever I'm just waiting for them to fit, to announce who they cast is Vincent Von Doom and then I can just relax. Yeah, and you go from there. Yeah. I mean Damn. it's just it's vision. It's all about the vision that a, a group or a company or whatever has for something. And right now, DC doesn't have one. Everybody has their own ideas. Marvel has a great one. And then Fox, while I didn't agree with it, they at least had a pathos. You knew what they were trying to do. And, uh, yeah. So I know, I know that's not your area, but Cam... I know Cam will see. So with tomorrow, who would be the biggest character or role or person you would like to see added to the Marvel Universe? Because I think Denzel Washington needs to be there. What? And who? Like a a blue Marvel? Yeah. Oh, shit! First off, I don't know if he got the... The the, the, the size, the girth. The girth? Were you about to say the girth? The girth. I said, I ain't about to say it. I said it. I don't think he got mm. the width, the girth, the circumference uh, to play Blue wow. Marvel. But he's cert. I don't know. Maybe. Fuck it. Yeah. But he's like 60, though. He can't play Blue Marvel for like. Can he play Blue Marvel for the next 10 years if he has to? Well, they don't need 10. They just need a solid five. Yep. Damn, you think they're going to get Blue Marvel? At that point, you could get. Well, then they could bring his son. Remember, his son has the power, too. That's right. Oh, that's right. You don't read uh, Secret Avengers. His son is with the other no, but Avengers. I do group. know, uh, because they talked about it a little bit in uh, in the Ultimate. Um, like, it was an ironic. Yeah, yeah, they did They did a many. They mentioned it. They, they yeah. And his daughter. <sighs> man. Damn, Rashida's daughter. Fine as yeah, I mean, but, hey, and Denzel is as as Adam Brashear. Wow, 
I mean, I'm to think. Like, he's more of a thinker. Like, you can, he can fight and blast energy and all that kind of stuff. But you don't necessarily need him to be, like, super, like, fit. Plus, he fought in Vietnam. So he's, like, yeah. 80-something years old. But he's just, right. you know, he just looks, like, you know, amazing. Well, th- think about it. While, while Cam and you were thinking about other actors, think about it this way. Like, people were talking about... Like tomorrow they're going to pay $60 billion to acquire Fox's assets just by having the original Star Wars as well as the X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four properties. You're going to make that money back. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're going to make that money back quickly. Like you, the original Star Wars, you know, you can put that on Blu-ray or whatever new platform comes out as many times as you want, it's going to sell. Yeah, like... You got Predator, you got Alien, you got... um, What else you got from Fox? They also are going to own the TV studio. Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. You can find someone that isn't as problematic as Mel Gibson. Mm Yeah, and you already got Shane Black writing for you for Iron Man, so you could have him rewrite, write up. You know, they got the the new Predator movie coming out. They're gonna be living off that. They might have some line notes for the X Men movie that's coming out with the Dark Phoenix, like Cam was mentioning. You just slide a note. It's like, okay, uh, you guys need to stay in like mutant shape. You, thank you for your service, and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> We will be in touch. We have a few animated properties we can have you cross over in, but other than that, we might need to. This might be a a, time, a gots to go situation. Because mm-hmm. I know him, I feel bad for Hugh Jackman because, in, on one hand, I do want him to join the Marvel universe because he's fought for almost twenty years to get in. But on the other, it's like maybe that's not for you, man. Yes. Your family until, man. Look, Rick, until they do old man Logan for real, for real. And Ooh, then see? You know, And then there you go. Like for you, Travis, first thing I would say is uh uh old girl with um Aaron Rodgers' ex as Psylocke Olivia. opens up doors now that Marvel owns them with bringing in X twenty three. Who would you imagine yeah, to be X twenty three from from the movie that was out like a year ago? Like I want twelve year old X twenty three. See, we can't have that. We just saw a dude lose in Alabama because he had that. Oh, damn it! <laughs> That's, that is nothing. You can't just be like, I want the ex child slave to X twenty three to be rolling around stabbing dudes instead of the yeah, grown woman who's like dealing with those traumas. Yeah, her and white kid with powers and Mexican kid powers and Ontario. You don't need them out there trying to make it in Canada. You need X twenty three as a as a young grown woman stabbing people up. And then she could do the yeah, flashback, I mean, but you don't want to do too many flashbacks because again, how many pe- you're going to get the wrong people that want to see that movie. Yeah. 
He's like, hey, I'm Roy Moore. I want to see where this strong arm X-23 is going to bring me the good news. What? I got to talk to Melissa. Don't you have a chocolate milk limit that you're exceeding right now? So you are chocolate being with me and you're misbehaving tonight, sir. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm you know, listening. Yeah, too many chocolate milks, Rich. You all sugar rushed up. I'm on. <laughs> I'm hopped up on Mountain Dew, and I got nothing to lose. <laughs> That's it. Oh, hopped up on Mountain Dew. I'll break you, old man. <laughs> I love those kids. I need that kid not to be problematic down the road, because that would not. That would break yeah. a lot of my. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna say uh say with a hard R as smooth as Steve Austin did in uh in Longest Yard. That's he's still one word. Like... <laughs> mm. That's oh man, that, I can't even. <laughs> Oof. You got him, man. So what are you gonna do, nigger? Oh. oh, oh, oh. Whoa! Break some glass or do something. I need you to beat up a white man immediately. Yeah, see that's that's just. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm looking at this uh, X Men Apocalypse poster, and I'm like, okay, Sophie Turner can stay, McAvoy can stay, Fassbender can stay, Aaron Rodgers' X can stay. And Apocalypse is just gonna have to go off to the side like uh those characters I can't remember Chris Evans and uh my, my dude uh Killmonger playing. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan. You just yeah, you're just over there. Yeah. yeah, Michael Michael B. Jordan, that other character, we don't worry about that other character. Is Madam Slay gonna be anywhere near the the Black Panther movie? If Kilgore is gonna be if uh Killmonger's going to be. They in got there. they got rid of a lot of Kilgore's like problematic seventies black exploitation nope. stuff, so probably not. Yeah, she was fine though, man. And her name is. It's just kind of like what. Hey. It's like what oh. they did with Luke Cage when they got rid of a lot of the crazy stuff with Mama, and as far as his antagonist, because you can't be going with yeah, all the even stuff the, that she was. the current, or at least like the twenty sixteen. Uh, Heroes for Hire run. Black yeah. uh, Black Mariah was your typical big fat black ghetto chick. They right. and they did not, you know, Angela ba- or not Angela Bassett. Uh, uh, Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Not that was absolutely. No, well, that's because they try to avoid it. Councilwoman. And that's also one of the things they avoided in Suicide Squad because Holler and. DC typically had been a dark-skinned, heavier-set woman or a lighter-skinned, smaller woman, depending on the writer and the racial overtones he wanted to kind of slam into the story. So when you look at Arrow, she was a different type of woman than Bassett. Was that Bassett? No. Luke Cage? Alfred Woodard? No, no, no. I'm talking about Angela Bassett and Suicide Squad, I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, that leads to, like, because it, it's a very th- difficult situation because when you had a lot of these stories, yeah, sure, these were black main characters, but you had a lot of white writers writing it. So when they went to these, like, 70s-style 
stories, they were also writing it from a level of ignorance that maybe wasn't intentionally malicious, but has weight to it. Now that it's history and not just a bad story from 1978. Like I'm watching Thor The Dark World right now, and it's amazing to me, not too many people complain that Heimdall is Idris Elba. Well, people were like, oh, we got the, the one black guy is like the intergalactic doorman. I remember seeing that. Then when you look at Ken Wakatiti's version of the third Thor, Asgard is a multiracial land. Mm-hmm. And now magically a brown dude directing, everybody's like, you know, and then all of a sudden you have a story for Heimdall. He isn't just a doorman. He's a he's more of Roland of Gilead than Roland was when it just had to play in that god-awful movie. Mm-hmm. Even though I swear that dude just showed up in the same gear from the movie set and just said, I'm going to be Heimdall today. Yeah, right? I got it. Give me, give me the dreads wig. Yep, he's like, I got this. Come on now, give me the eyes. But yeah, I got nothing wrestling related, so if y'all got to close up shop, I will not hold you back. <laughs> no, we'll go ahead uh our last call and get out of here. So, cool. We'll talk uh, in a little bit. All right. All right, Rich. Happy anniversary, man. Thanks, Jim. All right. Let's go talk to Darrell down in uh, Georgia. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's good, Travis? What's good, Cameron? Cam? How you living, man? Not a thing, man. About the um, toot up. There you go. I respect it. Yep, 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 yep. I'm drinking beer. This I'm all out. Oh, I got the um, I got the hen coming because I'm drinking that Hennessy, that yak. I'm gonna look like my runaway and eat uh, catfish and shrimp and asparagus. So we're all having fun. Yeah. When they hit, when they let old buddy talk um, on CNN talk about people out there in Alabama drinking Hennessy right now to celebrate, <laughs> he's doing too much, man. A little too much. Amazing, amazing. I'm supposed to celebrate because like the pedo fucking lost by two points. <laughs> I guess it's really like fucking jump for joy. Yay! Hey, I celebrate. Right. I celebrate because you know, a lot of when you speak to a lot of black people, they think they votes don't matter or count or I think that they mean anything or can change anything. And oh yeah. No, if you know the if you know the state of Alabama, you just know these southern states, the real Confederacy. Uh huh. Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, the real Confederacy, and you see. Somebody come and build something from the ground up and build a base and really come and respect the black vote and then get a higher turnout than a presidential election year. And you do change something or stop something that the, the, um, how can I say this? The white people who are inbred white people want to, um, let happen and you stop it. It makes you feel some type of way. Yeah, they're inbred. Alabama, a lot of inbred. 
But um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So jumping for joy. But I was listening to y'all talking, um, talking that Marvel talk, you know, and the movie um, side. One thing I hope that they don't um, try to add to their universe or uh, mess up in any kind of way is Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the the one now. consistent thing I've heard. Like, just leave Deadpool alone. Let him stay in the world by himself. Don't try to add people, all type of crazy people. You can add Wolverine. But I'm saying you can that. actually now add real X Men. You wouldn't do that. Nobody but Wolverine, maybe Sabretooth. Only a small few. But don't be trying to add. Captain America and all them. Let, but wait, they always them. could have. They were on the same side, actually. No, I mean, they just didn't have a budget. Yeah. And they they spent under $100 million and made Buku money, way more than the Justice League. So that should tell you something right there. I think they spent like 20 oh, years. Not even. Tonight? Or yesterday? Last night. Yeah, with um, Peyton. Uh, the girl, Catherine, um Kelly, whatever her name is. Looked like he was on a date. Kelly who? On the one who be giving the updates on the um, on the YouTube pages and all these social media sites and stuff like that. Okay. Right. But yeah, no damn mess up Deadpool. I'm cool, man. Because <laughs> Fox got one person right. You can at least say that. What? And I don't care if they they make a Fantastic Four movie or, or all that, or even if they come back with the X Men. I'm used to companies. I'm used to companies not making good good movies of people that I really like. Because um, one of the worst movies of all time just disgraced anime when they made that horrible Dragon Ball movie. Ugh. Garbage. Garbage. The worst. Okay. Well, I Kathy thought you Kelly were. Yeah, Kathy Kelly, yeah. I'm saying Goku. I think Goku, he was white, so he paid child support in that movie, so that's cool. Hey, that's what I was about to say. I thought thought you would like the movie because at least um he could <laughs> seem like a, um, kid, man. responsible uh, a responsible parent. <laughs> I will no longer do say. Thing out here, man. Hey, he just he just fitting into um society, man. That's all <laughs> in today's world. Teaching the kids tough love, teaching them how to grow up fast. Dad ain't going to be around all the time. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Hey, boy, you never make me, boy. Did you, um, I know, you I know around. you caught up because that's what you do. I didn't get around to, um, to this week's episode until yesterday. Man, that boy, pick a little and go home. That boy, fun to watch, man. Yeah, man. Too too bad Piccolo had to take that air to the little insect, man. 
I thought it was cool how they played that though. Like that was it was it was smart. Like they are finding ways to make interesting characters and now like we get like we finally get the the Japanese uh combined robots next. We finally get the Voltron, uh the Voltron Force, the Megazord. Like I'm kinda hyped about it. Yeah, we and it looked like we're gonna get the Gohan um coming out moment. To step up the game, show everybody back how you used to be. So that's a proud moment. Oh yeah. shit! Did you see this, uh, Darrell? You see this tweet? Rich tagged us in. That would be crazy. Roy Moore, Cecil Moore, now Cecil Minyard. Mother's name is Linda Welsh. Linda is second cousins to Roy. Cecil has Roy's last name for three years. He was a he was adopted. Cecil has never met Roy. Sources tell me CNN is working on verifying this story. What I have seen is true. <laughs> this is the story going around Alabama. On the left is Roy Moore. On the right is man purported to be Roy Moore's son with his second cousin. Reporters hey, are to I told him. you, man. <laughs> I've been living my whole life in the South, man. <laughs> That's the sister state over there, man. <laughs> I know we got rednecks over here. We got them, them hard rednecks, the ones with the the back of their neck be always red. So they ain't inbred, but you can tell them inbred white ones, the sloopy forehead and stuff like that. You can tell. <laughs> You're crazy. Hey, I'm dead serious, Pretty man. Sure it's stuff that you can tell about certain certain people, man, like. Okay, if you ever meet a Haitian person, they got little pea heads. All of them have little pea heads, the f- f- women and the men. Even if the woman's sexy, she's going to have a pea head, going to be shaped like a pea. You put a pea up, you pick up a pea and put it inside the head, oh, perfect angle. It's like a um, shadow. Uh, these inbred people, they got them slow foreheads, man. They look like cavemen. You got you got a whole internet, man. Bam. This is what you do with it. Bam, I got point I got point seven percent Neanderthal DNA in me. I find that comment offensive. Hey. They they offend Right right now hey, in front of You the should entire, ask them for an apology uh, for please. downgrading uh uh whatever um DNA by Enticing each other and, and messing with um sister sister baby, that's how they call she's a sister baby. Mama cousin and stuff like that. So, oh man, <laughs> but um man, right. didn't really have too much about wrestling this week. You know, I think people be giving um Paige a pass because they feel like she she a star. But she been slacking on them promos, and I think Ruby Riot, them, especially Ruby, been um, stepping up her game and showing a lot. The only reason why they ain't giving her more props than they would Paige because they seen Paige before when she was doing something. But to the tail end of her career, you know, I guess because she was dabbling with them drugs a little bit, she was slipping off anyway, so. And she really ain't caught back. I didn't notice before. her promos this, you know, currently were 
bad or anything. I didn't think they were anything great, but I didn't think they were like bad or or even like lackluster. They're fine. I just feel like is she on the same level as the other two? She ain't really. No way. She better than Mandy Rose and freaking Deville, Deville, Sonya Deville. I know. I know she's better. But she ain't showing that she's better. She ain't outshining. Her presence is what's making her feel more important because she was important before. Well, that's what she but built right that now, up. That's that's. And she need to. And she's using that presence to make to 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 you know make up for the lackluster words. That's fine. Yeah, but that 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 lasts as long as a nostalgia pop. Because people gonna want to want you to do something with me. Gonna want you to do something and show me something. And if you don't show it, they start falling out of favor. Because before she left, people weren't um, really fighting for her to get a shot. They put her in that um, group and they came up with that um, that poor name and. Um, Hurry up and pushed her to the side after they broke that up. And before they put her in that group, they weren't using her too much either. So they went straight to the new women that was coming up. So yeah, I'm, I, I think that's the part that baffles me the most. How they just did jump over to like I think they jumped over the four women who were probably most ready outside of maybe Ruby Riot. To um to jump to the main roster for basically you know for unproven people and put a lot on their plate as far as getting on the mic like and I understand what you're saying Darrell about about stepping up but I I think all that stuff is super overwritten and they shouldn't be asked to do that right now like I, I'm not a fan of what they're doing but no I think Paige um if if I'm if I'm gonna say all the writing is similar I still think she is the most charisma. Out of the, out of definitely her group, even though Ruby's been doing all right, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like I think, however you feel about it, I, I, I'm not a fan of what the writing is right now, as far as what's going on for them. I'm not a fan of the writing with none of the stuff that they're doing. If you think about WWE, they overdo stuff too much. Like Trav was saying yeah. with the um, Matt Hardy thing, they overdid it. That's why it seems so quick because they overdo it. They could have slow played mm-hmm. him already being awoken. Don't have him behind standing in front of the same screen as the week before. Come on, switch it up. Do something different. Like, get some stylish pants. Stop wearing them same plain corduroys all the time, man. Do something, do something a little different. Like you're in a relationship and your girlfriend tell you, can you switch it up a little bit? I'm tired of missionary. Can you uh doggy style from the side? I, I thought you I thought you meant what he was wearing. I thought you were sticking with that analogy, not my God. This <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, could have it in real life. Really. Yeah, this dude, oh, man. oh no. Oh no. It's man. on his mind. I I try to I, it I that's what's on my mind. I try to always make sure I keep it keep it spicy. You know what I'm saying? This go and I'm tying in stuff that y'all was talking about earlier in the show. You know what I'm saying? Y'all were talking about um, with you allow, allow somebody to kiss you in the mouth. So I'm tying in examples. You feel me? I tie in the I, whole I, show. I think you're right. 
So, you know what I'm saying? I try to spice it up a little bit, you feel me? So you might be in the kitchen, and I might just come over and just um, lick you all the way up and down, you know what I'm saying? Do something crazy. doing the most. Yeah, so doing doubles. <laughs> hey, if you mind, if you mind to go to that conversation y'all was speaking earlier, if you mind, hey, yeah, I'm going to kiss you in the mouth. Kiss you in the mouth and oh, all. Yeah. Doing all kinds of that's the That's the nicest place I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> but, even, yeah. if, even, if, even if you catch the babies, but, you know, other than that. <laughs> oh, damn. But, um... I let I let that be. That's a little bit too much. But um, one other thing, I know Cam. Um, we should finally talk about just going off of what you were saying about WWE do too much, and that's because of the uh, how Vince like it. We need to finally talk about the worst, most successful Booker of all time. I, I mean. Well, that's the thing. You and I are still going to talk about that, and that's all gearing up at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to ask you to hold that because that's a conversation that we've had in long form, but we will get to that. Yeah, because um, Vince out here treating, treating the WWE kids like um, Goku, like you say, Goku treat Gohan and um, <laughs> Goten and um, Chi-Chi, so... He just he just show up when it's time to fight and he leaves them boys hanging the rest of the time. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. And um, y'all um excitement level for the three um the three shows that's closing and the one that's the two shows that's closing the year and the one that's gonna begin the year. What's y'all excitement level for Tokyo Dome final battle and? Class of champions. Yeah, I mean, Final Battle looks like a decent enough show. You know, like on paper. Uh, that main event, Cody and Dalton, looks looks really good. Uh, Briscoe and Bubba Ray and Tommy Dreamer could be could be could be decent enough as far as like a hardcore spectacle. Uh, but Jay Lethal and uh, Jay Lethal and um, Well, it's a lethal facing. That's the one. Or that's the other one besides Cody Dalton. Jay Lethal and Oh Marty Skrull. Yeah. So like, that's really? I'm sure gonna be worth worth seeing. I that might be the best um, match on on the show. Yeah, or yeah, definitely on paper. Certainly mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh if I had to rank them, just uh, it would be uh, Tokyo Dome, uh, Night of Champions, and then uh, Final Battle. But I think, you know, they, they could all be really good. Like, I, I expect, you know, um, Wrestle Kingdom would be probably great. And I know they're going to have some really good matches on, uh, you know, on uh, Night of Champions. And the poll actually did end uh, about, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. And, uh, yeah, the triple threat match or the tag team title match got 45% mm-hmm. of the vote. Mahal and Styles, 36% of the vote. The U.S. title triple threat, 11% of the vote. And Charlotte versus Natalia, 8% of the vote. So, yeah, like that four corners tag match, uh, could be great. Like, it really should be. I'm looking forward to it. Everything else, 
is going to be good. I mean, we get to see AJ Styles wrestle, so you know that's at least going to be good. So, yeah. And I'm more interested in Chad Gable after that little video he showed himself out there um, going and practicing the you know, um, Greco wrestling. I don't know if y'all seen him check dude. it out. Yeah, yeah man. Angry, angry little angry dude with a big head, man. With a big head, man. Yeah, man. He got one of them heads and of people who you know, be on the left side of the hallway sometimes. But that's um, all. Um, in the show. In the show right now. And something else, but... <laughs> Hey, can I ask y'all two more things? Let me go. Wait, let me Darrell, go after that. Darrell, have you watched have you watched that series uh Roast Me on YouTube? Yep. No, I I just I my brother put me on it Friday. I've watched all of season three three times since Friday. It's Wednesday. Young dude that I was out of town for three days. I watched oh. the clip. Man told the, the one of the fat one of the fat dudes in the in the in the in the classroom. He's like, "Nigga, you built like you die twice a day." <laughs> I was done. Fucking when, done. Nah, when they told when they told the little pretty Puerto Rican dude, they told him that when you and your wife argue, you get mad and you don't give her no pussy. I damn near died. <laughs> oh my God. My God. <laughs> My God, <laughs> man, oh, man! I have to watch. I have to watch something, man, because I work from home, man. So I've been in the office. Yeah, I've been on it. I have to watch something uh, oh. while I'm answering these phone calls. So, and the people when they be hearing me, sometimes I come in laughing and talking all crazy. So I that's because I be watching all this crazy stuff. Now, Cam, you know what that You're snapping on during that live show. On the show, I was getting on everybody. Yeah, I was like, okay, now that makes sense. Because I was on it, boy. Because I was on it. Yes, I had to get him, dog. I was on it. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun times. But yo, I uh, said right, um, Dre had something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two things. Um, back to the final battle. Hopefully, cause I, uh, me and Rich had a debate earlier when Cody first left, and first few months out that he needed to show something. I still don't think he's a main eventer. So hopefully, in final battle, he'll show me something more than a four star, a three star and a half match. I want to see what he can show since they done built this. Man end of the year show around him wanted him to shine out and see what he can do. Um second uh, secondly, it looked like they're gonna have a triple threat between Brock, Kane, and Braun Strowman. Hopefully they can switch that up and put somebody else in there because the greatest triple threat match I ever seen was a few years ago at the Rumble between Brock, Seth Rollins, and John Cena. Greatest triple threat Ever seen in in uh, in a while anyway might not have been the greatest of all time but the greatest I've seen in a while and seeing those three in a match no can't do it and don't destroy that lasting memory I had of a great triple threat by putting those three because I think it's fifteen years past time for Kane to even begin the title shot so. I understand the old man 
the old man, you know what I'm saying, go see now sometimes and probably living in the um, 98, 99 right now when it's another year. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully things change. What y'all think about that triple threat that we might get and the one that I just mentioned, and y'all can let me go. Look at it, like it didn't come out right. Like, you see how it's kind of blending? Wait, what's, what's happening? I got no, you you can let me go. <laughs> We're good, man. Go ahead and close it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darrell, I appreciate that. Uh, Call as always. So yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, end things here. Half hour past the hour. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no announcements from me. So yeah. So until next week, uh, VIP folks, uh, tune in, click over, and uh, you know, listen to me and Rich talk some stuff. Um, free folks. Uh, free folks. We'll be back next week, uh, same time, same channel. We'll get on y'all then. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, callers, emailers. Get on y'all next week.